Cleveland! This is for you! Talking about balls. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always by Kyle Price and Tim Buck, too. And today we have a special guest. Greg Sherwood is in the building. Greg has assured me before we started that he is going to talk more um, than last time. He's going to be more assertive, more aggressive, have more hot takes. Uh, Tim, could you remove that logo, please, if you don't mind? We are no longer getting paid by them, so they are not welcome on this show right now. If they want to pay us again, they're more than welcome. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Spicy, spicy intro. Well, I'm coming in hot today. I'm coming in. Re- you know what happens when you come in hot, though? Shit goes sideways. There are many things that aren't welcome on the show today, and I'll just leave it at that. Moving on. Uh, gentlemen, what's going on? How's everybody doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Good to see you again, Greg. Greg's, Greg's birthday. How old did you just turn? 36. 36. <laughs> Greg Sherwood. We spent the day at the Strongsville Vintage Sports Card Show, and I learned a lot. Greg taught me a lot about sports cards. I only bought a couple. I actually didn't really buy any. And I got a Jim Brown helmet uh, authenticated. Way to really uh, dig into the card show there with the bottle Well, it was water. all yeah. things from like 100 years ago, and, and they're all very expensive. <clears throat> and for me as a non-vintage fan, I enjoy looking at it all, but it's not something I, I personally collect. So yeah. I was, it was happy to watch Greg spend some money, though, and teach me. Yeah, you know, it was a vintage card show. That's that's the theme in Strongsville. But, you know, prices were high. Prices were high. Very, very high. I, I showed up wanting to drop stupid money and didn't because and, and there you, didn't, some... you didn't buy anything no he did oh, i did okay. i bought okay. one or two things okay. but not nearly what i was playing but like when i can go on ebay and buy something for half price the next day that the dealer's asking right why would i buy it at the show for double Makes for instance sense. there was a guy selling a cool looking card that greg really wanted and the guy had it listed for 900 bucks greg looked up comps you could get it for about 550 give or take so greg went up there and told the guy i'll give you 600 right now and the guy just Took it, put it away, didn't even acknowledge Greg's Shut offer. the case. Shut the case on him. Like, How much ya. was he asking for it? 900 Wow. So did you even show him the comps like or anything? Nothing? No, there's oh, no okay. point. If All the right. guy's going to be like that, there's no point. All right. Yeah, he just Dicks. literally, I've never seen that. Yeah. Usually they would be like, ooh, best I could do is like 750 800 Like at least try to haggle a little bit. The guy just closed the case on Greg. So that guy can go fuck himself. I saved He's, a bunch of money. Yeah, that guy <laughs> lost, cost, out, cost himself $600, and I'm sure he didn't sell that card that weekend. Wow. Tim, how you doing? I'm great. I, I was fixing my mic. You couldn't hear, couldn't hear myself. So I was over here <laughs> like, what's going on? But I'm good, man. I just Tim gotta... floating from above. Right. I love it. It's like, <laughs> so he's, like our, he's our little angel. <laughs> I can do the angel voice. I can do the angel voice. For... Uh, I can. There I go. The angel voice. It's like an alien <laughs> instead. But either way, they're both in the sky. Hey. And one might be real. The other one, probably not. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> we are here. We are live. We are doing a quick show today. Normally, we go 7 to 9. We're doing 7 to 8.30 because we have some shit to do right after the show. I will not be in Ohio this time next week. So we're going to pre-record our draft special, Kyle and myself. And we're going to do that <clears> right <throat> after this show. And you guys can see it next week. It'll air live. Uh, we'll air for the first time next week at 7. Kyle's going for 100% this year. And it will not happen. Uh, I already know with my very first pick that I'm not going to be 100%. And I'm okay with that. And I'll explain why when we do that show. But um, with that being said, let's get right into it. So, again, we're going to try to cram all this into a, an hour and a half. Uh, we got Greg here. Greg is here specifically to talk baseball. And obviously, he's going to contribute. He's, yeah, he's just going to sit there awkwardly and stare at the mic or at the camera like a serial killer. For, for the next hour. Can probably, we, yeah, I would can say we have hour a Greg, Mike, uh, great Greg camera, please. It just zooms in on his face. I would say yeah. hour 10, hour 15 till we get to baseball. So Greg is just going to stare awkwardly, um, just 
seducing you with his eyes. So just random it. like facial expressions, movements. Yeah, just ignore me and Kyle. Ignore Tim. <laughs> just stare at Greg and just focus on that. Um, but really quickly, we'll get right into it. The Cavs and Knicks series is all tied up. As you can see, I'm wearing Cleveland regalia today because the series is tied one to one. Game one, a lot of people were ready to jump off the 480 bridge. Um, even Kyle. Kyle, you were a little... I was actually you were a little dramatic on Saturday. I, was, I had to talk you off the ledge. I was, I was little, very calm. Actually. I was a little dramatic. I was a little upset. I was a little annoyed. I hope to God they did nothing but rebound practices after that first game because they fucking needed it. And, and that's what I told everybody. Like I had a lot like my friends, my New York friends, I'll be seeing them in person. I'll get to watch nice. at least game five, uh, assuming the, the Cavs can close it out in five. That would be nice, but I, I don't think it's going to happen. I could see this one going six, maybe even seven, just based on the competitive nature. What's up, Dave? Um, so anyway, there you go, Greg. Yeah, just, Greg. <laughs> is that the one to his left, right? Yep. Well, there one. we go. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I have friends that are from New York. They're diehard Knicks fans. So after game one, of course, they talked extreme shit. Uh, they were letting me have it. Yesterday, though, oh my God, I was ruthless. My one buddy, his his signature move is he likes to send um, the screenshot of the score from yeah. like ESPN.com. Did you keep on doing it every? Like... So I did it from ESPN.com. I went to ESPN Deportes because he plays soccer, and I was like, <laughs> "Hey, show your soccer buddies this one, Mike." And I was sending them from every fucking thing I could find. I'm sending them the score. Um, I was just I was ragging on them mercilessly. What was their response to game two? Uh, Brian was completely silent, didn't say a word. Mike Smart. Mike just brought up that the Guardians went 0 for 2 that day against the Tigers. Oh, and so I'm he like, deflected. I said, oh, meaningless April baseball is your comeback. I'm like, deflected, that'll really hurt huh? me. I don't give nice. a fuck about this. I'm like, I'll forget about this game in a week. Um, and yeah. then the other one, Pat, who you, you didn't get to meet, it's Brian's son. He was going, oh, Garland went to the line this many times. And I said, Garland could have gone to the line half as much. We still beat the shit out of you guys, so it doesn't matter. Yes, yeah, that's the thing. Like, after game one, I think... Like I said, I was a little, little stressed. Um, I think, I think game one they came out. A lot of the players came out and just kind of like the lights are kind of bright right now. And they didn't they put the effort. They didn't very, put the effort in. Very nervous. Yeah. I mean, they were missing bunnies. Uh, most of the shots even from bench players. And that's the other thing too is JB had to really figure out his rotation because if you look at game two, I'm glad that they, they brought, they brought Green the into it. They brought Green into Danny it. Danny Green made an appearance. Isaac Okoro, his his minutes went down tremendously. Um, I'm like loving the Danny Steady played, defense. Chetty Osman played really well against the Steady Brunson. defense. Yeah, he he played really well. Um, so JB really figured everything out. I'm really I'm happy about that. But I think uh, we needed that one that game one loss. I honestly believe it woke everybody up. Yeah, and that's I mean sometimes you got to get punched in the mouth. It's For a seven Tim's game series. He needed that game one loss. Tim better hope they win the rest of these series. Yeah, Tim's no. got the Cavs winning the championship. <laughs> hey, right? hey. I know what I'm saying. I know what I'm saying. Aim Cavs high, brother. Like, I love exactly. it. Exactly. Cavs, you see what they did that against second game. And, and that's what I told Kyle. So Kyle was texting me Saturday after the game, and he's like, you know, he's all freaking out. And I'm like, you know, the Cavs played like shit. If they shoot the ball a little bit better, if they get a couple more rebounds, we win that game easily. Like, think about how badly we played to only lose by four points. Um, to me, that was like, that's, that's an easy game. That's an easy fix. That's something... Come out and be a little more aggressive, be a little more physical, and you're going to beat this Knicks team. They literally punched him in the face the second game, and and boy did they ever! I'm watching that happy. bloody the bloody mouth getting a little little work down there for a while from what's his face. Uh, just watching Brunson, Randall, all these guys fall down and they're just laying there in pain and they're bitching and moaning and crying. Yeah. I loved it. I, I, I love loved that, every second of it. I love that Cavs fan who was just patting Randall's hand when he was on. I the noticed ground. that too. That oh, was I know. fucking weird. That was weird. <laughs> I need that guy to be a guest on the show. Like that was Randall's awkward. hands on his leg and he's like this, like slowly stroking. Like of course he's laying that's there. what he was doing yep yep he's laying there as if he's got like a career-ending injury yeah. you know he's of course overreacting and then making it look dramatic i thought that and was this pure just, just patting, patting his hand he's like it's gonna be okay you're gonna be fine it's gonna buddy be okay 
Julius Randle kind of looks like he smells like bong water and Fritos. Does he not? He looks dirty. Say bum water and Fritos? Bong water, bong water and Fritos. Him yeah, and probably. Jalen Brunson. They both look like if I passed them on the streets in New York, I'd be like, oh, hide your wallet. They're, they're homeless people near us. They just look homeless. They yeah. look gross. Uh, honestly, I was concerned when he got cleared to play. I thought he'd be a factor. He was in game one. Game one for sure. But also he wasn't because game one, first half, he was great. Second half, he didn't do shit. That's when the Cavs made their comeback. The Cavs just pissed it away. He shoots a lot of a lot more threes than I thought he did. Like he, Dude, he tends he to throw that ball me, out more than anything. He won me so much money during the regular season because no lie, he takes like eight to nine three pointers yeah. a game. So if you took him to like hit three or four, there's a good chance he was doing yeah. that because that's all he does. So he was, Wait, a, he was a good Julius guy. Randall? Yeah. yeah. Really? Oh, he takes a oh, shit no, load. He has of that. Nice, he has that soft step back and just throws it up. Like, yeah, he, he just he just mm. chuck shots all day. Um, and it's it's an all or nothing. It's either swishing or it's it's not going anywhere close to the hole. Like there was a thing that FanDuel used to do where you could you could bet on on like a Friday night. It would be who do you think is going to make the most three pointers in, in in the league this tonight? If you bet on uh, Julius Randle, you hit it like nine times out of ten because he just all he did was shoot threes. Not at a great percentage. I mean, again, I mean, I guess you hit three or four out of ten. That's not bad. But shooting ten times for for three is a lot in one game. Unless you're Steph Curry, so we'll be in we'll be in New York for the third game, which is Friday, I believe. Mm -hmm. And so I have Cavs gear, and I want to wear it to like a local establishment. But I'm my uh, Jess is like oh, I don't really feel New like York is not Chicago. When we were in Chicago for the World Series, people were cordial and nice. People in yeah, Chicago yeah, tend yeah. to be pretty nice. Yeah, if you're in the right area. Obviously, Chicago sure. is known for being bad. New York people will spit on you. Homeless people will throw feces yeah. on you. Yeah. Um, I so, feel like rats, yeah, don't, don't do I think that. rats are going to try to fight me as I'm walking down the street. Yeah, probably no, too. yeah New York is a totally different animal. So, so I I, I'm going to keep that. it tucked away. I might wear colors, but I won't have any kind of like symbols, you know? Yeah, I, I don't recommend going out and wearing Cavs stuff during the game. You might be able to get away with it. But if the Cavs win, not going to be a good night for you. Got to do like things, a reverse yeah. or hold things, on, change it things around. Things are going to go south. Yeah, I recommend yeah. getting a breakaway Cavs jersey because as soon as the game, I just rip it off. Rip it off. You're like, no, I was wearing this T-shirt. Supposedly one trash. You're like, no, I'm good. T-shirt, good white T-shirt. We're fine. Yeah, I'm, it's uh, it's wild. I'm gonna throw something random out here. Mm -hmm. By all means, pizza recommendation. Lombardi's. Lombardi's. Down, best, is it downtown? It's in Little Italy. Little Italy. Okay. Best pizza I've ever had. Lombardi's. Mm -hmm. What's the go-to pick there? Just normal pepperoni. Just don't even get fancy with it. Cheese pepperoni, Cheese pepperoni doesn't, doesn't matter. He's got to get yeah, a New no York slice. Get it. It's so I hope good. it is it nice and big and floppy like it's supposed to be. Mine yeah. would be, nice. I would say, go to Sbarro. Uh, right. <laughs> a famous New York slice, just like Michael Scott. Um, I haven't been to New York in years. I, I I miss it. It's been a long time. I used to go every year for the draft, uh, but the NFL took it out, and it hasn't been to New York in a long time. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be a fun time. I was supposed to go for the NCAA yeah. tournament. So I got those stories confused. So yesterday <laughs> I was talking to Kyle, and I'm like, what are you going to, to New York again for? And he's like, nothing, just Jess has never been. So we're just going for like a little trip. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, somebody was going for something specific recently. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, Greg, that's right. And we all know why that trip didn't happen. So supposed to go watch Purdue. We know, we know why, tournament. but we can't talk about it. We know and why you know what? they if, didn't quite make it. If you look at the silver linings of it, Purdue was like, you know what, Greg, we don't want you to spend this kind of money on us. Yeah. A little old us. So we're just going to go ahead and lose in the first round. I've been saving a lot of money lately. Didn't follow Purdue in the tournament. Didn't buy some big cards at the show. And that's what Purdue was like. Save your money for the card show, Greg. Yeah. You don't want to waste yeah. it on Time us. Time to hit Madison, Greg up for that York. loan we've been talking about. Yeah, here hey. it comes. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, the Cavs, Knicks, they're tied at one. Really good series. Really fun games. So early predict for game three. I'm just throwing out there. I think the, the Knicks are going to come out and try to punch the Cavs in the face. Sure. Um, not literally. Well, maybe literally. I, mean, the, um, I think the Knicks are going to shoot the ball a lot better. Yes, they're going to have. They're going to be at home. They're going to be more comfortable. So the Cavaliers just have to be able to combat that. And the one thing that I was telling my buddies, too, was the Cavs 
beat their ass. I mean, we were up at one point by almost 30 points. The yeah. game looked a lot closer than it really was at the end in the final score. It was still like a, what, a 17 point win. Uh, but the other thing too, is Donovan Mitchell only had 15 points or 16 points. He was more 17. happy to distribute. Yeah, the ball. It was under 20, Thir- which for 13 him was a lot. Yeah. He had 13, 14, dimes. I thought 13 or 14. Dimes. Yeah. I don't think first off, I don't think that man breaks a sweat because not in one time during that game, did I see any kind of sweat beating. He just was very calm, motionless during a calm, game, cool, collective, you know? but Garland, he was more excited to see Garland just go off and he was distributing the ball. That's what Garland said after game one, Garland did not shoot the ball in the first, in the fourth quarter at all, which was shocking. Um, and then after the game, or after yesterday's game, when Garland went off, Garland had like 35 points or yeah. something like that. He, he had a huge game. He couldn't miss. It they asked him after, they're like, what changed? And he's like, all my teammates told me, shoot the ball. He's like, when, when all your teammates are telling you to shoot the ball, they have that confidence in you. He's yeah. like, I did it. Yeah. And it worked beautifully. And that's why we kicked their ass. He so, put on, he, I think he just got the jitters out of his system. He got the confidence. And, and I think that's what we it. needed. We needed that everybody to see a win, to play hard, to, to know they can beat the Knicks. And to do it, really, again, we beat them by a lot. The game was never close. I mean, right. they pulled their starters with you know five minutes to go in the game. Um, so bring that momentum into game two or three and withstand the first 10 minutes of the game. And, and you just, be okay. I expect Donovan Mitchell to put up one of his patented 25 plus point games. As long as everybody else contributes, Darius Garland's hitting his shots. Uh, we stay out of foul trouble. JB six with a tight rotation. I, I am worried. I'll, I'll be honest about Danny green getting extensive minutes. Um, he's a very hot and cold guy. He hit a shot yesterday. It was great. I was more so watching my defense. Did he, did he do much? I didn't uh, really he, see him do much. He hit a three. He was out there. Then he did another three where he actually stepped out of bounds before he shot it. Mm. So they, they blew it dead as he was shooting it. But it went right in. So to see him hit those shots as a streak shooter is really good to see. Um, defensively, he, he was usually behind everybody um, getting beat to the basket. He's not a defender. He is a huge liability. But hitting those threes is what we need. I, I think him off the bench five minutes, <clears throat> six minutes potentially just to spell somebody to give him a break You know, on the bench I think is fine because you can hide him a little bit. Sure. And still utilize him, especially with Donovan driving to the hole. Did you see the move yesterday with John? Like he drove to the hole and like held the ball here while in the air, and then like then passed it outside. Yep. Like that kind of shit is when you have Green on the outside that you can use him. That's that's what and, you want him for. I mean, I, for whatever reason, that's the crazy thing is Cavs fans freak the fuck out over nothing. They're not even Cavs. Cleveland sports fans freak out. So after Saturday's game, JB Bickerstaff, yes, the rotation wasn't great. Do I blame JB? No. Uh, is it JB's fault that Dean Wade couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat on Saturday night? Is it JB's fault that the guys couldn't rebound and um, Chetty Osman couldn't hit a shot? Like guys were just cold. They were nervous. They were scared. Is that JB's fault? But after game one, people were like, oh, this guy should be fired. If he does this, if he does that, they're freaking out, literally wanting him fired after game one. Right. Game two starts off kind of the same way. We go down like 11 to four, whatever the score was. We're losing, not looking good. He's moved. Isaac Okoro gets two quick fouls. Uh, Chetty comes right into the game. Everyone's like, he didn't learn anything from game one. This is the same. He should be fired at halftime. And then we win by almost 20. I would and everyone say, loves him again. I would say I'm happy to see the changes he did make from game one to game two. Because sure. you could He's tell right away, which coach. I'm fine with that. But had he not made those some of those changes, those defensive matchups, the, the rotational changes, then I would have been like eh, a little head scratcher. But uh, real quick, that's a Jeff on a tangent. Uh, I know Tim wanted to know about this. Uh, Mike Brown, unanimous winner for coach of the year. Rightfully so. Uh, Tim's favorite head coach, Tim's inspiration. Tim actually has, he's got a tattoo of him. Tim has a Mike Brown tattoo on his thigh so he can look at it every time he takes a dump. And when he gets, when he's sitting there, he's thinking about life and he's like, today's for you, Mike. And he taps his thigh. It's it's a gorgeous moment. He loves him. Mike Brown. Where'd those crickets come from? That's weird. A little salty. (laughs) That's, I was going to say, I can't say who I think the crickets are from, but (laughs) that's hilarious. I think we all know what that means. Um, 
So the NBA playoffs are in full swing around the rest of the NBA. Uh, any surprises for you right now? I mean, John Morant getting hurt led to a Lakers victory for game one. They play game two tonight. The Kings are up 2-0 against the Warriors. Draymond Green is up to his old bullshit again. He kicked, he fucking like almost smashed uh, DeMontis Sabonis' ribs pull, the other night. Christian Leitner. Yeah, he really did. He he tried to fucking break his ribs. I was and, thinking of Dominican Sue. Yeah, Dominican Sue, and he he used to stomp on people a lot. That's right. I forgot about that. Albert Hainsworth. Hainsworth was another one. Uh, the Phoenix Suns and the Clippers are tied at one to one, and the Nuggets face, uh, play game two tonight. They're up one nothing over the Timberwolves in the East. You've got the Bucks and the Heat. I don't know is Giannis playing tonight. I, I have yet. I, 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 I have seen not yet. seen any kind of update. I was looking for it because I made some bets before I walked up the here. But spread would make me think because last I saw it's like minus yeah minus eight for the Bucks. Yeah. So it makes me think Giannis is playing because, of course, the Heat are going to be without Tyler Hero. He broke his hand. Um, but Giannis is questionable. Cavs Knicks series tied at one. The Sixers are up 2 nothing over the Nets. That one's all but done. And the yeah. Celtics are up 2 nothing over the that's, Hawks. That's that series is all but done. So, so as a Cavaliers fan, selfishly, if Giannis is hurt, whatever, because that makes it an easier path for us because I think we could easily beat the Heat, especially without Tyler Hero and the Bucks know. with the Bucks without Giannis. You don't think we could beat the Heat without without Hero? The Heat, the heat gives us issues. The they heat. do, but without Hero, that's their, their Did, best didn't shooter. Didn't we beat them in Miami back-to-back like Bam two nights playing. No, they beat us once. Oh, okay. Bam is playing amazing. Bam is playing really well, but they also, we have, I think we have, you know, two big men that can kind of withstand that as they're doing against the Knicks. That's the other funny thing about Cavs fans was after Saturday night's game, they're like, how are you getting out rebounded? You have two seven footers. Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Hartenstein are both seven footers too. Like the Knicks have seven footers as well. And they're actually, they lead the league in offensive rebounds. Like they're a good rebounding team, but casual Cavs fans don't know that. And they're just freaking out. So you mentioned that you asked a question about anything surprising me about the playoffs. And I, I, I honestly was surprised the Lakers won the first game. I'm not going to lie. And then I'm, and I'm actually very surprised the Clippers won the first game too. That one shocked me a little bit. Um, but the Suns came out yesterday and kind of established dominance sure, again and, sure. and everything. But yeah, game one was shocking. And then most of yesterday, too, the Clippers had a pretty decent lead. I watched that game till about halftime. I got I got a little tired. Uh, but it was an interesting series. I thought, like, are the Clippers really going to just fucking bounce the Suns right. this quickly in a, you know, a sweep or even three or four? I mean, four, if anything, four, four it makes games. it a series. I think it's a, a competitive series. Absolutely. And then I'm not surprised by the Kings. I think the Kings are, are legit. I said and, the same thing. I'm and like, they're yeah, coming they're out good. with fire right now. And the whole uh, Draymond Green thing. Interesting about that is that I think his teammates are finally starting to get tired of his antics. I think. From everything I've heard, they're saying that this is more than likely Draymond's last dance in, in Golden State. Yeah. Because after the season, he's going to want a huge contract. Golden State's going to say, kick rocks, no, go get who, it somewhere who's else. Who's going to give it to him, though? Oh, I mean, there's there's teams out there. I think so? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. There are just people that will want him just for the publicity. Yeah. And and then it's the thing, like years years in the past, when he would do shit like this, it would pump the team up. They'd come out. They'd react to it. They'd go down. They'd beat the hell out of the team the next game. Yeah. He came out. I, I just don't think it matters. Everyone's just like, really, again? The funny thing is, is, like, you look at your stars. Curry and Clay, while he's doing all the shit, like, I don't know if you saw anything that happened when he was getting ejected on uh, uh, whatever Monday night, whatever night it was. He jumped up on the table and he's swinging his fucking jersey like Kobe after he hit a game winner and he's yelling at the fans. He got in a fight with a guy that looked like a fat Hulk Hogan in like the third row in a Kings jersey. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, but he's doing all this shit. If you look around, there's like bench players that are sitting there laughing and they're clapping their hands and they're fucking loving it. You don't see Curry. You don't see Clay because those guys are probably talking to Steve Kerr and they're like, get him the fuck out of here. Like we, we're trying to win this game and this idiot's doing this stuff. I love the voiceover yesterday was uh, uh, JR. By God, he's stomping a mud hole in him. Like, he really did. Kept on showing him over and over to stomp on his chest. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Sabonis, I think, knew what he was doing. Sure. He went down. He grabbed his leg. Okay, he's trying to get a reaction. 
nailed it. He got that reaction and then some. Uh, Draymond obviously stomped on him, got ejected. He's suspended for game three. So a quick little leg pull, a technical foul, a bruised rib or two, and the Kings are probably going to win this series in four. Probably now. worth it because, I mean, even though Draymond's drama, he's a good ball player when he's in there, especially in And defense. I love his drama because if he didn't get ejected and uh, suspended for game six in the finals, we might not have a championship right now. Very so true. I am Very happy true. for him overreacting and for him not being able to keep a level head. I personally hate him. I've, I've, I'll die on this hill. I've always said that if he did not go to Golden State, if he was on any other team, be you probably would have never heard yeah. of him. He was in the perfect situation. I don't think he's a very well, good Well, no, he still would have released that dick pic on Snapchat. Nobody would have known who he was. It would have been Draymond who? He, <laughs> maybe only people at Michigan State would have cared about it, but not here, not, not around the league. Um, but, yeah, so the playoffs are in full swing again. Giannis is in, hurt his back game one, and the Heat ended up winning that game. I'm not sure if he's playing tonight. I can't they, find I mean, anything yet. The but heat, the spread the heat almost lost that. I mean, they played tough without Giannis. No, they they do. They're a great team. That's why the Bucks. We all, I have the Bucks winning the championship this year. Yeah, I think I did. If too. they're fully healthy, because they are just an all around good team. Middleton, um, Middleton has really shown. Chris Middleton's so oh damn my good. God. Even like Drew Holiday had like 17 assists the other night. Like those guys just play great basketball. So he was upgraded from doubtful to questionable for tonight's game. Okay, so questionable is almost play- a lock for yeah, playing. He's playing then. Uh, you also had, again, the Draymond Green kick suspension. We talked about that. John ja Morant got hurt game one. He is officially ruled out for game two. Favorable for the Lakers. Could be a potential Huge for the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, Tim and I picked the Lakers to win the series because, you know, we just know our shit. Okay, let's calm down. We know our stuff. shit. I think they were winning that game. Know, know ja. your shit or riding dicks. LeBron's dick is two different things. <laughs> I mean, I'll ride LeBron because he goes right to the finals is where that guy goes. So <laughs> that's a safe train to be on. Um I thought you were going to say straight to the holes. <laughs> oh, that would have been better. That would have been good. Missed I missed it, Tim. <laughs> uh, moving on, because, again, we have a quick episode today. Uh, Jalen Hurts signs a five-year, $250 million contract to stay with the Philadelphia Eagles in extension. Uh, $180 million guaranteed. Uh, what do you guys think about this contract? A lot of money. Still not fully guaranteed, though. Not all. I mean, 180 is still a lot still of money. He's pretty- going to be... He's more he he accounts more for the, from the cap than Deshaun Watson's contract. Um, I think Jalen Hurts takes up about fifty million, whereas Watson's is only like forty something. This so, year, yeah, it's like sixty something after. This yeah, year. but they'll 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 fix it. They're going to work it into signing bonuses and stuff like that. So it'll pretty much be the same every year. And Watson's young. That's the other thing too that like fans don't understand is what the Browns are going to do is they'll give him another extension in a, in a couple of years that's going to deduct the money that he's making. And they're going to make it work. They're going to stretch it out. Andrew Barry's a genius. I love that guy so, so much. The only th- the only thing with this is more the more quarterbacks they extend and sign, it's it's Lamar. It still turns to Lamar now. Yeah, like I love it. I saw the cartoon the other day in TikTok. So Lamar's on the sideline with a tin can asking for changes. Like Jalen walks by and he's like, "Here, I got five cents for you. Maybe go find an agent or something." You know, yeah, I mean, he's fucking himself by being a little little greedy. But again, as a Browns fan, it couldn't happen to a better team. I hope the Ravens never sign him, or I hope they pay him a ridiculous amount of money sure. and they can't afford to sign anybody else because as long as you have Lamar Jackson, I don't think they're winning shit. So do you, do you think that uh, Jalen deserved the contract? And I, I think he did. My, my opinion is I think he's, he's a good quarterback. He's not great, but he's good. And for them, I think it's a long-term, at least a term answer for like next four or five years for them. I believe. It's interesting because the, the, the problem that you have is you have to have a really good quarterback when you pay that kind of money for a quarterback, sure. because what happens is they take up such a huge chunk of your, um, your cap you then cannot afford to keep getting great talent. Like right now, they have really good players. They have A.J. Brown. They've got Devontae Smith, who's still on a rookie contract. They've got great wide receivers. Um, the problem is going down the line, they're not going to be able to keep everybody because they're spending so much money on him. So you're yeah. going to have to sacrifice at other positions. Yep. So that just means your quarterback, like Patrick Mahomes, they couldn't afford to keep Tyreek Hill. 
you lose him and everyone's like, oh shit, that that's that's gonna crush the Chiefs. But a great Patrick Mahomes is so great, yeah. they win a Super Bowl first year without him. Plays around him. Exactly. Um, so can Jalen Hurts do that? To be determined because right now he's got a loaded team around him. Did anybody see Jalen Hurts being this good though? I did not see this happening. No, but I saw again, him being I mean, okay, but not like their this. roster top to bottom. I, I remember I talked about this before the season started last year. The Philly was like a team to look out for because they just had a really great roster. They yeah. had a great draft. Uh, they're doing everything the right way. Again, it's just the long term. Your window's really small when you give a quarterback that kind of contract. I mean, the problem is though, you have to have a quarterback. If you have an for up, sure, if you it. have an upper half quarterback in the league, you have to keep him because otherwise, absolutely, it's a quarterback driven league. Quarterback driven, you're you're in no man's land if you don't. So yep. even, even if he's not elite. He's in that like upper half. You got to keep him. Otherwise, he was a lock for MVP. Yeah. And you're just looking for a quarterback every year. Absolutely. Before injury. Yeah. Yeah. He was a lock for MVP till he got hurt and late in the season. So, uh, I mean, good to see it. The thing for him, though, is he was not a first round pick. So that's the thing that sucks for the Eagles. Obviously, you don't want to overdraft a guy, but they don't have that extra year for the option. So they had to lock him up now because you're going to lose him. Um, Plus, every year that goes by. gets paid next. Herbert Burrow or Lamar, I would probably bet. I mean, it's gonna, it's got to be Lamar because his contract is up way faster than Herbert or Burrow. Those guys still have like two I, or three years. I think Herbert does years. because Herbert's contract might be just the easiest out of those three to figure out. I don't think he's going to get overpaid. I don't think he's going to get underpaid. I think it might be just a, here you go, here's your contract, I'll sign it. I don't know about that because the, char- so? the Chargers are very cheap. That's why the Chargers had to leave San Diego because mm. their owner's cheap. They For being in Los Angeles, they don't have a ton of money to throw around. So if Herbert wants just, a good I, amount I, of money I, with a good, a good guaranteed portion – then they might not be willing to give it to him. I guess my reasoning is just that I just out of the three, he's not going to demand as much as Burrow. He's not as drama filled as Lamar. I think he's just one of those like should be should be easy. But yeah, I guess what you're you're, you're correct on the whole and I, them I, being cheap. Yeah, thing, did, but. did you see the uh, and uh, the NFL, not mm-hmm. NBA, NFL? <laughs> I know what we're talking about right now. Um, the NFL players survey where they ranked, you know, the teams and the owners oh, and yeah, the, the facilities, facilities and, and everything suspended. And I was surprised that, you know, I guess it's in hindsight, it's not, but the chargers were near the bottom. Yeah. The chargers the, have a very owner, cheap owner. Did, yeah. Uh, that's, that's the one thing I always thought oh, about. Giannis when... just got, um, bet he's not playing tonight. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah. It just and breaking news. Interesting. Giannis okay. lower back won't play Wednesday versus heat. All right. And we'll see what happens. Uh, who will be the first 300 million QB? Um, more than likely if he keeps playing the way that he is, it, it'll be Burrow wanting that kind of money. <laughs> I mean, He's next in line. I don't know if the contracts will be up there yet. And honestly, right now, I don't think there's a young enough quarterback that's going to justify it. When's the new uh, TV deals kick in for the NFL where it jumps a lot for uh, mm, I don't remember off the top of my head. Year, the year after? I mean, every year the salary cap goes up. I know, but there's a big one coming yeah. up, isn't there, that like, yeah, will they, significantly jump that salary cap? I don't remember off the top of my head. I think it's 2025. But it's, it's definitely years. coming. And, I mean, that's a really good question, Adam. I don't know off the top of my head. Um because again, I don't think any of the younger quarterbacks like look at the last couple of years. Like Trevor Lawrence is not a three hundred million dollar quarterback yet. Joe Burrow is probably the closest. Uh, however, I don't think Cincinnati's not paying that kind of money. No, uh, there's no way. I mean, they are selling the naming rights to the stadium. They are cheap as hell. They don't have players. They don't allow them to have outlets in their lockers. So they are saving a little bit of money in that way. <laughs> you got to save on that power bill, man. You got to save on the power. Bill. Energy is not cheap right now. We know um, we got rid of ours down at First Energy. Gun to my head, the next QB to get that huge contract, I would just say Burrow. Just out of talent, I think he's earned it out of those quarterbacks. I know Lamar has an MVP. Again, I think he's a shitty quarterback, so it doesn't mean much to me. Joe Burrow, I think, is a much better quarterback out of the three. Herbert's a great quarterback, but uh, you know we are close enough after Hurts' contract. Uh, it's bound to happen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just more so who's going to be deserving. Patrick Mahomes is locked up. He's not getting it. Aaron Rodgers is old, so he's not getting another contract. You just kind of have to look around at young up and coming quarterbacks that are worth it. 
And Burrow, I would probably say, because he's been to a Super Bowl. He's taken his team to the playoffs multiple times. Justin Herbert's been to the playoffs once, pissed away a huge lead against Trevor Lawrence, one and done. So in three years, he has one playoff loss to show for it. For me, that's not enough to justify that kind of contract. Uh, Lamar Jackson is a playoff choke artist. Same thing. One playoff win in his career, one MVP, and rightfully so, maybe. I don't think he deserved it. That's just, you know, it's a discussion for another time. Uh, so I don't think Lamar deserves that kind of money, injury prone, et cetera. Joe Burrow, face of a franchise. So I hate him because he's on the Bengals. He can go fuck himself, but he should be the next one to get that kind of money. Uh, moving on from that, uh, DeMar Hamlin, Buffalo Bills legend, if you will, is completely cleared. Uh, he really is. I mean, he's probably going to have like the highest sale, jersey sales and shit like that. But he nearly died on January first or second, whatever day it was. Still a surreal game to think of watching it live going, what, Crazy. what like, just happened? Wild. I didn't think he was ever going to wake up first or, or walk again or anything like that. Or yeah. I thought he was just going to be a vegetable. They were like, he was basically brain dead for like 10 minutes. And I'm just based on science. I'm like, okay, then he's done. Yeah. And yeah. fast forward, here we are. The fucking guy was cleared for contact. He's allowed to play football, resume all football activities. He's good. He'll be playing <laughs> in, in the season. I still year. can't wrap my head around that. The fact that not even less than what, six months ago Insane. you were on the on the ground dead basically meanwhile like i stubbed my toe and i'll bitch about it for a year or two like i, I don't get over i mean that it is the shit. nfl they they sweep that concussion shit out of the rug a lot so concussions i get heart, but but you know? yeah a guy literally dying on the field is a little a, a bit of a difference a little dirt on it you're good to go it's fine. I, I i'm i'm baffled i mean more power to him i truly thought when that first happened we talked about it that same week and i was like this guy's you know he'll be lucky to ever future talk madden, again. madden cover player right there yeah, I mean, more than like I didn't even think about that. They still make Madden, right? They Who's do. on it this year? Anybody? Uh, now that's the cover I would buy right there. I have no idea. Greg and Demar Hamlin on the cover. Um, when's that comes out in like August though, right? So maybe they didn't even pick. No, nah, it comes out in August. They haven't picked yet. No. Oh, it's actually John. It was John Madden this year because Madden died last year. So I thought he was on last year's or the year before. No, I think he's on this year's. Mm, maybe I don't remember. It feels like he's been dead a long time. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Demar Hamlin being able to come back is—it's it's insane. Like that's superhuman shit. I wouldn't play. No, no way. No way. No way. <laughs> but I mean, I guess if that's all you got, if you've spent your whole life doing that, and that's how you make your living, it's kind of hard to just step away from it. Especially if the doctors, who I mean, I trust science and, and medical science. Uh, if they tell you you're good to go, you're good to go. It's going to be in the back of his head the entire game, just hitting someone, tackling who, someone. Who is more risky? Ironically enough, they're both in the AFC East. Who is more at risk of playing football next year, Demar Hamlin or Tua? <laughs> Tua's brains are like fucking mashed potatoes after his multiple concussions. Did you see the article today? Where he wanted to retire. They were like, yeah. he really contemplated retiring after second. He concussion. probably should have actually. And now he's gonna he's gonna come back. He's gonna play. So is Demar Hamlin. What if those two fucking run into each other? I was just thinking that. Just, Could you imagine just in the middle of a dunk and it's a two both... for one death video that NFL just scrubs from the internet forever? Could could very well happen. <laughs> could happen this year. You're to hear first. What was that movie? Was that uh uh? The replacements when the dude kept getting uh, the concussions or not wasn't. The oh, that was a uh, varsity blues, varsity Billy, Bob. blues yeah. Billy Bob. Yeah, Billy Bob. <laughs> That's basically Tua, and not a good, not a good ending for Billy Bob. Well, in real life, either. I think that guy's dead in real life. I think he is too. Yeah. Sad. It's probably no, from filming I that. think he, he lost like a hell of a lot of weight. No, that's another. No, you're thinking, thinking of the guy from um, um Remember the Titans. Yes. Oh. Yeah, wrong, Ethan Souffle for My Name is Earl. Yeah. Wrong fat white dude, Tim. Jesus. Yeah, how dare you? What do we all look like to you, Tim? My God, Tim. <laughs> um, and then a, history, man. And then a trade in the AFC North. A 
the LA Rams basically said, please get this guy the fuck off my roster. And they traded Allen Robinson to Pittsburgh <laughs> for he did one. Did he pass? Uh, he passed the physical, physical. today. He, he's one of those guys who I'm like, oh man, he used to be good seven, eight years ago. He had, and I'm he like, had like, I don't follow football close enough. A good season good or two. Now? No. So he had a okay. good Didn't season so. or two with Chicago. Yeah. And that was basically because they had nobody else on the team. Like they had no he one else. The only he was the only one. Yeah, he was their nothing. number one wide receiver. He got traded to the Rams last year. And initially I thought, oh shit. The rich got richer. You got Cooper Cup. You got Allen Robinson. I think they signed Robert Woods last year. They have so many like, options to throw to. This is a loaded yeah. team. And Allen Robinson had like three, 30 catches for three touchdowns. And, and that's it. I mean, that's Nothing. that's pathetic. And um, they traded him to Pittsburgh for a seventh round pick swap. And the Rams are eating $10 million of his $15 million this year. So the Steelers only have to pay him to $5 quote million. the famous movie Moneyball, they're paying you us so they don't, you don't have to play on their team anymore. 100%. That's exactly what they did. They, they said, <laughs> switch a seventh-round pick, and that's it. And, yeah, he was hurt, but he's still not great. And he had you know better quarterbacks. He had Matthew Stafford and Baker Mayfield throwing him the ball. Then, I mean, both of those two are night and day better than Kenny Pickett, that little small-handed motherfucker. <laughs> That guy stinks, Dave. So you know is, it. Is this picture just you, Justin, in the bathroom in Heinz Field washing your uh, pants? I would never wear a Betis jersey. If I shit my pants, I'd be wiping it with a Betis jersey. So that's definitely not me. That's, I think, either Dave or Chipper from one of their chip, trips to Heinz Field. Kind of looks like Chip. That's nah, too tall to be Chip. That's true. Well, you can't see it. He's standing on a little stepladder. Oh, okay. Okay. Makes sense. He's Makes actually sense. in the kid's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, um, I shit my pants. I gotta clean them. You know, that's all right. It happens all the time to your sister when you get done fucking her. Just clean up. Use the terrible tap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they would never. <laughs> that thing's sacred to them. They get buried with those. Yeah, seventh round pick swap, and the Rams are paying him to get the fuck off the team. That's. Oh nope. Beep, Tim. There we go. Let's read Adam's message. Sorry, not allowed to say that here. Kenny Pickett will be the be the two best QB in the North. Yeah, he'll be the best number two QB in the North when he's a backup, when they get a real quarterback in a few years. I agree, Dave. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on. Brown's new stadium plan. The Browns have announced that they are going to be doing stadium renovations. And is it this, looks is like, it locked? I mean, is or are they just talking? No, it's, this? Still, it's still rumors right now. Okay, so I mean, yeah. do you think they're just putting it out there as like a, here's what we think we're going to do, and then the backlash of the fans. Yeah, obviously. Then it they're going to go change. Obviously, it comes out initially to get, reaction because they want money they want the city to pay for it they want or taxpayers they want taxpayers to pay for it so they got to put a little feeler and then then they come let's, out and they're let's like not talk money around greg over yeah, here yeah he probably will go to super bowl for watson because watson spends his offseason training and kenny pickett will spend his offseason buying a ticket to the super bowl you're right dave he will go to a super bowl before watson as a guest attending it um dave's got two a syndrome he bumped his head yeah i agree with that um yeah so the 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 story coming out now the rumor is there will not be a dome. Right. They are just going to demolish the current stadium, rebuild on the land, work, do work around it, make it a nice little happening area. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Browns are going to have to play <laughs> in a different location for a couple of years, which we were talking before the show where we think it's going to happen. Gun to my head, I would say, I think it's Tom Benson Stadium in Canton. They better redo that field unless they already have. I think they, they, they redid they it. Did. Like, they did. They, they, they've renovated the shit out of okay. it. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice now. Um, so that would make me think that's where they would play. That's the the the. Could you imagine the traffic down there getting in and out of those games? No, because I wouldn't go. I would no. never make that drive. Oof. So no, I can't imagine it. Um, I, I just can't believe if if you're gonna knock down the stadium, why don't you put a dome on? That's that's the biggest thing when no I saw sense. that. I was like, then what's the fucking point? This is part of the reason why I believe that this was just thrown out there just so they knew they were gonna get the negative reaction that they're probably getting right now, and they're gonna be like, see, look, look, nobody wants this. 
Yeah. So let's make a better decision here for people. Yeah, I just don't understand why you would do that. And that, I mean, I got in that, not even an argument, but that discussion with that fan, uh, the guy watching our show last time we talked about this. Uh, there's a JG burp. Um, there was that guy that was on here and he was like, you're in Cleveland, uh, you know, that it's we're known for weather, bad weather. We got to play here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, we just lost to the Saints who are from New Orleans where the weather's relatively nice, except for the flooding part, but that's, that has nothing to do with it. Um, the weather's relatively nice. Except that occasional hurricane, yeah. Yeah, except for the, you know, when you're when you're swimming in your living room. When the levee breaks. Um, yeah, it can get ugly down there. But even then, it's still probably warm out. It, you know, the weather's not that bad. It's just a little wet. Um, but so you've got a team from New Orleans that play in a dome in nice weather, come up to Cleveland, beat you in, in the coldest, cold, coldest game of the, of the, the, the season and, and maybe in history for the Browns. It was cold as fuck that day. And everyone's like, no, you're in Cleveland. You got to use that weather to your advantage. Did it really, has it really been an advantage for us? Or if you want to do it, like Adam says, put a retractable roof on it. Sure. You, can, you can even I would keep love that, that open for football games. Yeah. But that lets you use the stadium year round for other things. You can than play having in the this... cold, but if it's a, yeah. if it's a downpour or if it's a, if it's a blizzard, then yeah, you put the dome on and I, then you can do a WrestleMania. You can do. I want a fucking WrestleMania in Cleveland. For you could do sake. huge. You could do a Taylor Swift concert in the fall. Or in the winter. I saw a Taylor Swift concert at First Energy. Like oh, she was just touring not that long ago. And she didn't come to Cleveland because we don't have anywhere to put her when it's uh, winter. Except for Rocket Mortgage. But with the Cavs are going on. So it didn't work. We need T-Swift any month of the year. I hope to Christ you go watch T-Swift concerts now. I would. I like T-Swift. <laughs> nah, I didn't, really? I didn't know that. I, I like T-Swift. Oh, okay. I like her older stuff more personally. Jess is honest. melting down anybody every that, day right now um, because she couldn't get her hands on tickets. Anybody that calls her T-Swift has to be a fan. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> JG's a Swift. I know who I'm talking about. Again, I like her older stuff more. I don't really listen to her new stuff, if I'm being honest. But her old shit when she was like ever, really ever, happy. Ever. Oh, that's a that's a banger, Get Tim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit's good. <laughs> Um, you go talk to your friends. I know Sorry, three I places they aren't going to play Cleveland Brown Stadium, Progressive Field, Tom Benson Stadium. Well, Brown Stadium, they wouldn't be able to play there because they're going to knock it down. Progressive Field, there's no way you could play a football game there. And then uh, Tom Benson, I don't know. That's the one I could think that they would play at. I, I can't think of anything else unless anybody else has it. I, I said Buyers Field jokingly before it started. Um, they're going to host them on their practice field behind the uh, AFC North being Smash Mouth football. That's very old school, barbaric. I mean, nowadays, most football players are from all over the country and where they currently reside means nothing. Look at any roster, look at Pittsburgh, look at Cleveland, look at Baltimore, whatever, any AFC North team. Those guys are from all over the fucking place. And I saw the rumor about Columbus, uh, Adam, but the other thing I saw too is there's been multiple sources that come out, have come out from the Browns and said anything about Columbus is complete hogwash. Like that's not happening. So, I don't think Ohio State would ever give up the shoe for the NFL football game. Especially because you'd have to flip it so quickly. What if yeah. there's an Ohio State home game and, and then a Browns flipping, home game you're not flipping that. that field would get Good destroyed. Good luck cleaning the whole place, yeah. cl flipping the field, doing all that shit. Um, I don't know. And I also think uh, NFL, I, I'm sure most of you have been down to the horseshoe, and NFL's fan base and, and shit like that in a college town is just a recipe for disaster right. on a Sunday morning. I mean, that's um, that stadium would be nice to host it because it's huge. Yeah. But I just don't think it ever happened. Yeah, I can't I see mean, it. Plus one of my biggest beefs with Ohio State, there's nowhere to tailgate. Exactly. There's like, not a lot of parking lots. You have lots. a small lot right by the stadium that's, that's just it. for super rich people and that's it. Like In college, everyone tailgates at their college house down there. When uh, Tara and I went to Columbus people. a couple of years ago for our, our anniversary, we drove around the stadium just for fun and yeah, same thing. We like parked and you're just like... There's nothing there. You're 20 feet away from the stadium and we're sitting there and we're like, all right, this is it. All right. 
Just go find like, I've been side, down there before. But go like, find yeah. side streets and some houses that you can just join people and party there and just walk down afterwards. Yeah, no, I've heard I've heard the rumor that it's that Columbus is not an option for anything is what I've what I heard. I mean, for what it's worth, it, this, these are all rumors at this point. I know nothing. This I've is no also why I think that this is something they're putting out there just to because I just don't understand why they put them away somewhere else. You know what I mean? Just yeah, like, I mean, for me, it's where would you guys want it? Let's let's start with that. I want your guys' opinions. I want your thoughts. If you had the option to create the the city planning for what it's going to be. There's no way the Browns would agree to play in another city. They're going to want it to be no. as close to Cleveland as possible. I would, um, and same thing with Ford Field. That would never work because how are you supposed to divide the games properly to where you can fit two NFL teams just happen to have bye weeks away from each other? It would never work out. I, I honestly believe they're not going to. I don't think it, it will not be an NFL no, stadium. They're going to build another stadium. They should build another stadium, not on the lakefront, move it more inland. Mm-hmm. keep playing at first energy or I'm sorry, Cleveland Brown stadium now until that new one's built and then destroy that and then use that for something else. So inland where independence. I'm not sure. Honestly, I, I just saw that rumor. That was a, that was yeah, the that first rumor crazy. that leaked. Yeah. But somewhere, I mean, somewhere I'm just, you know, where, where's the, the Richfield Coliseum where it was back with the Cavs played Richfield, Richfield. Sorry. Just somewhere down there because it's all, No, I mean, you said it right. He was just telling you that's where it's at. He said, where's the Richfield oh, Coliseum? Sorry. I said, yeah, it's it's Richfield. Richfield. So, yeah. I'm used to being corrected by Justin sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So I apologize. No, I knew what Greg was saying. As soon as he but said, I'm I was saying, like, it's like right. somewhere, <laughs> in, there's somewhere inland, you know, that you could just have the time to build a, a dome stadium and people would then build a massive like facility area yeah. and then still keep playing at Cleveland Brown stadium until that one's built. And then you can destroy that and, and build up your lakefront with, I'm sure they'd love to throw housing down there or more sh- restaurants and shops and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, it's just weird because you don't see this often. Usually when, um, what's up, Jeff, usually when a, a team's getting a new stadium, you play at your current stadium until the new one is finished. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like that they're putting this out there just to get the negative reaction. Yeah. Because, you know, people are going to be up in arms going, what do you mean they have to go to a different area to play football? What do you mean you're not putting a dome on this one? I just feel like this is just the initial, like, just put the toe in the water. Let's see what the reaction. Now I, let's now take us serious on this. I don't remember where I found it, so I can't get it for sourcing and referencing, but I did see somebody post a picture that they claim was like a leak, a leaked uh, view of what it could look like in the future. And basically they were going to build the stadium kind of where it's at. Um, I don't know if they were going to add on like into the water more yeah. where there'd be more like platforms, if you will, where they could actually put businesses and things to do where there would be more shit to do around the stadium. Like you could go over to the water and there would be like bars and restaurants and like, yeah, they're going to make it into a thing. Again, this was a complete leaked thing. I have no idea where it came from. Um, I agree, Dave, why build it in the same spot? That makes no sense to me because then you're where the fuck are you supposed to play for the years it's going to take to build? Where how do you the fuck is he going? How do you not have this planned out yet? Um, and I mean, for me, the only place I can think would be Tom Benson Stadium because, or maybe there's a college stadium that's not too far, like Akron or something like that. I don't really know how much the Rubber Bowl can hold, how these, how many, how much these stadiums can hold. Oh yeah, they just renovated the Rubber Bowl. So maybe years that's ago, something they bigger. Would think Akron about doing. can't even come close to filling it. Yeah, so that yeah. could be a, a thought. Um, but it's just, you know, I think the Browns are going to want to stay as close as possible because they want their fan base. If you move the Browns to like Dave threw out there, St. Louis or Ford field or something like that. I know Detroit's only a couple hours away. St. Louis is obviously way too far away. So fans aren't making that trip, but you're, you're not going to get nobody the, going to St. Louis anyways. No, I'm not getting shot. You're not that. getting the, the fan base. And at the end of the day, it's still money. So 
they got to figure it out. I said that too, Adam. Put it at Byers Field. That's not too far from me. I would fucking love that. I'd go. So, I'd go every week. Tom Benson Stadium capacity twenty three thousand. Okay. Rubber Bowl capacity a little over thirty five thousand. Yeah, sounds so like still, I, not, still not a lot, but it's but it's, but it's bigger. It's more comparable. Yeah, yeah, at least. I mean, what's First Energy? I don't even know. It was like fifty. 40 something, maybe. I really don't know. If uh, I thought it was at 73. Is it that yeah, high? Like 73,000. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shows that I know. Jesus. Uh, 67, 431. Oof. That's a lot of fucking people. <laughs> um, that, and that's even a, on, yeah, and even on seasons where 0 16, they still put 60,000 people yeah. on that stadium. Yeah. Rubber Bowl at 35. I guess that. I mean, I'm just I'm just thinking out loud again. Yeah. I'm brainstorming I, ideas. I think the best idea is build it somewhere inland, keep that until you're ready to go, flatten it, and build up just fucking more places for people to shop and eat and then party downtown. Yeah, I mean, they could easily do that. I mean, the, the, the early rumor when all this stuff, stuff was coming out was that they were going to get rid of Burke Lakefront Airport, put it right there, put it right by where the Muni lot is, where the stadium yep. used to be. Yep. Um, a lot of options, but right now this just doesn't make sense. What about you guys out there? Where do you guys think they might end up? Um, where would you put them if you had an option? If you if you could pick anywhere for this new stadium to be, where would you want it? Uh, someone, I, I said, like, someone said Parma. <laughs> it's Byers Field. That's Byers Field. Yeah, yeah. right downtown and, and by the shoppies of Parma. Um, I, I, I don't know. I like the independence idea. I mean, that's just me being, uh, picky because it's, it's close to me. That's me just kind of, but I mean, like, it's, eh. I mean, logistically though, and, yeah. and, and travel wise, it makes sense. It's the independence it does, is maybe a think, 15 minute drive downtown. I still think at the end of the day, I mean, you look at a place like Buffalo. So Buffalo is they're the Buffalo bills technically, but they play in orchard park. Yeah. Uh, green Bay, the Packer stadium is like, there's houses across the street. Like it's in the middle of like a town almost. Some of them are fucking weird. Uh, even Jerry world, Jerry's world down in uh, Texas. When I was there for the draft, it's strange. Like you look at, you see this giant stadium and then there's just houses right here. And like a little, a couple dive bars, like it's a weird area. So I guess I'm kind of spoiled by downtown Cleveland because you got like, you have the West sixth and then some bars and shit. And then you're just, there's a stadium. It's got its own fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. That's one reason they want to keep it downtown. Like the money is in the ballpark villages, right? Yeah. And, and, that's, that's and, the, and the team and has them. They want to own that. Yep. They want to own all the development around it. You know, Lakefront, prime property. Cleveland hasn't done anything with it for decades. Um, Burke Lakefront Airport. I looked into this a little bit. Went on a city planning kick. Yes. But like to close an airport. That's why you're here, Greg. To get, to get all the permissions nationally to close an airport can take like 20 years. Yeah. So oh, yeah. like Burke Lakefront's not going anywhere anytime soon. And that process hasn't been started. So that's why Hazel wants to keep it downtown. Like Lake, another, it's like, think about the Chicago Lakefront property. Yeah. yeah. Everything's going on there. That's prime. Like that's what we should have in Cleveland. Never have for a bunch of reasons, but you know, Hazel's like, Hey, if I can keep the stadium there on the lakefront, develop it. I'm already a multi-billionaire. I'll just get even richer. There's a bunch <clears> of dead <throat> warehouses, companies that are just East of Burke too. That's nothing's being utilized right there. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of options to just demolish and build on top of something. They could easily do it. Um, I, I guess I wouldn't say easily because, I mean, you might have to, like, move buildings that, a, that are currently a, a occupied. Dubai thing. Let's build into the lake and just have different, like, I, I think that's in, a good you know? idea. And so your long way to get to the stadium is like a long just path to get out. And, it, you know, out there. and let it leave it on a floating pad. So, like, if the current's <laughs> high, the stadium might just be a little further out today. Everybody has to take a little ferry into the stadium. It's like put in bay, but it's to see the Browns. That'd be kind of nice. God, could you imagine um, people on the boat? <laughs> yeah. If they were, even if they're not seasick, there's gonna be a lot of vomit on that. By the way, Myers Field, twelve thousand seven hundred and fifty capacity. That's it. That's it. Oof! I, it felt so much bigger when I used to yeah. be there when I was a kid. But that's what she said. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it always did feel bigger when I was a kid, Tim. <laughs> Smaller orifices. <laughs> 
uh, build it in Illyria by the airport. I think we're good on that. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind that, but Jesus. you wouldn't. It's not too far from you. I, Chipper would love it. I bet. He's, from, he's, he's from right Illyria. in his fucking backyard. Yeah, he That'd would be love great. that. You got to clear out the parking lot of needles, though. He would just, yeah, that's the other. <laughs> that is the big problem. That's, <laughs> that's no awesome. joke. That is no yeah, joke. Serious business, but yeah. It'd, be, it'd take a while. It'd drag like a magnet across the parking lot to make sure you get Yeah, if you were worried about getting mugged in uh, downtown Cleveland, have fun at the stadium in Illyria. You won't get mugged. You just get stabbed with... By drug shit. addicts robbing you and trying to murder you. Um, yeah, so I don't know what they're going to end up doing. Uh, as Kyle said, these could just be feelers that they're putting out. There's no, no solidified plans. This is all just hearsay. It's all rumors. Uh, so far, what I'm hearing, I don't like. I don't like the thought of them relocating for two years just to put up a fucking the same stadium with no dome. Yeah. I think that is asinine. That's a horrible idea. Uh, Greg, you had a couple things you wanted to touch on with um, the way owners try to get people to pay for pay for stadiums, right? You said? No, just, just one thing. No public funding. Yeah, you want it to I be mean, no public funding, gonna, which I agree Haslam's with. going to come for money. The dude has billions. The dude just bought into an NBA team, and he already yep. owns a soccer team. He bought I forgot about his that. crew. Yeah. yeah, and did all that. Like He doesn't need any more money. I don't want my money going to just straight to him why does a billionaire need a couple hundred million from the he city was from he was us? the partial owner of the steelers then bought the browns outright then bought the columbus crew that's why he's a billionaire because he gets the then, help like that along yeah. now he's a partial owner of the milwaukee bucks and then he's going to come out here with this fucking handout have you yeah. seen have you seen the new crew stadium they built down there i did not Woo! we were down there two months ago uh when it's for work and we did a site visit like a tour of the facility uh they were just adding on a, a garage like a like a parking garage that's going to be like you can walk across the skywalk to it that stadium is top notch. All technology, all teched out. Great seating, great views everywhere. Brand new. Um, it's it's amazing, and they're building up like right around it all these bars and shops and everything. So they're, they're like building out because it's in the middle of nowhere, like yeah. where it's at in Columbus. Yeah. And I'm just building out for it. So, I mean, good for him. I just I don't know. For me, I'm thinking about the Columbus spot again, and I, I don't go to games that often. Like maybe I go to one Browns game a year, and that's a huge maybe. Like last year, I went to none. Um, the year before that, maybe I went to one. I honestly don't remember. Um, I get to be a, to a Browns game. I just don't like it. I like she watching it. Talking about it, Ball's trip to the stadium. It's so inconvenient. I used to go to one game a year and throw a huge tailgate. Yeah, it, it's so inconvenient. Just and then, the, the whole thing of going like, to a game is to a pain. So we started tailgating at home. So that that's the one thing I was I was doing is I would go tailgate and then just go home before a game. Yeah. Um, but actually going to a game, I prefer my TV. I just I want to be able to see everything, change a channel, rewind shit, like pay attention to my fantasy teams. I don't like being at the stadium personally. So I guess if they did end up playing in Columbus, I don't really care because it doesn't affect me at all. But it's more so just it's the thought of like people that do love tailgating every week that go down there and that's like their fucking religion. I think it's kind of shitty to take that away from you. You've already moved the team to Baltimore. Yep. I mean, the, obviously the Browns are Cleveland's team. Exactly. Obviously, it wasn't Haslam. It was Art Modell who moved the team. But this team has been taken away within the last 30 years once. And now you're going to be like, that's just for two seasons. We're going to play in a totally different city uh, two hours away. Yeah. I just think that's shitty to do to the fans again. Like, fucking stay forever. And then that's the other thing, too, is if they're gone for those two years, does that somehow add two years onto, like, a lease that they have in being in Cleveland just for the future because they're not playing in and Cleveland? And that's also that a lot of misrevenue. Anything? I don't know any of that stuff. A lot of misrevenue for downtown, too. Sure, absolutely. During those times, they're not there because a lot of bars downtown's going to suffer a lot of money. Look at go go downtown on any Sunday, especially you know when it's nice out and the Browns are okay. Um, go downtown on any weekend, and it's just full of Browns fans. Yep. Bars are packed on Sundays uh, because they want to tailgate and be close to the stadium. You can still go to a bar to watch football on any given Sunday, but on a Browns game day in Cleveland, there's nothing like it. And mm -hmm. if you take that away, you're hurting businesses. You're going to have bars that you love that are going to have to shut down. Or, you know, it's just it's really bad for the economy.
So I, that's why I don't think my gonna... vote is build somewhere close and just keep the stadium. Open yeah, they got to they got to figure this out. I like this discussion we're having. I feel like we're on like the city council meeting right now. I feel <laughs> I like it a lot. Um, but it's all really I mean, it, I think everything we're saying is very valid and important. I well, think. well, everything we say is valid and important. True. But this this more than anything, oh, okay. this we sound like real adults right now doing the show. We're, whoa, not, we're not making whoa, we're not whoa, making whoa. dick jokes. We are professionals. I motion kind of. to adjourn this topic. Okay. We are adjourning the topic. All right. We are moving on. No, don't hear a second. I, I second. Man, guys, are Robert's rules of whatever. I you need to read up on those. Well, this is actually a dictatorship. Whatever not. Justin I was, says I goes. Done talking about it anyway. I was actually already starting to pull up the uh, the sponsor sheet, so I was already mentally I was done with it anyway. Greg, um, one thing I'm not done with: Smith Train Service LLC. If you got to take a big old shit, if you got to take a piss, and you're, to- you're you're it's not flushing. Maybe you're at a friend's house. You do the Dumb and Dumber. You take that gigantic dump, and it's not going down. You're scared. You, who should they have called in Dumb and Dumber? Instead of him taking that dump from the X-Lax that Jim Carrey gave him, Jeff Daniels just sits on the toilet and panics because the toilet doesn't work. She should have called Smith Strain Service LLC. They would have been there in Jiffy to clean that right up. Smith Strain Service is your local drain cleaning experts, specializing in main sewer lines, bathtub laundry lines, septic lines, kitchen sink lines, floor drains, downspouts, and so, so much more. Family owned and operated. You can call Smith Strain Service today. 440-242-8704. So I'm looking at a cool little coffee mug over there that has Redline Radio on it. And I believe that's one of the cups that Dave just had recently made uh, with incredible keepsakes. Uh, I think they have a, like a laser machine that's put it through, cuts a really cool design on it. Um, but they do cups, they do they do t-shirts, binders, keychains, you name it. Incredible keepsakes can make and customize it for you. Official merchandising provider for the Redline Radio LLC and our show host. Give them a call today at 440-242-9648. Or go to their website at www.incrediblekeepsakes.com. And as Diane always says, cherished moments are made to last forever. Uh, if you're looking to get a tattoo, go to Northeast Ohio's and Redline Radio's, Redline Radio's own Tattoo Therapy, Inc. and Erie Art Gallery. They are the official tattoo parlor of Redline Radio, LLC. And Tim, you missed it. There we go. There's another certain show that they sponsor. But anyway, I digress. Riley Chase and the team are considered some of the most elite tattoo artists in Northeast Ohio. Here at, here at Tattoo Therapy, Inc., we customize every tattoo that we can do to fit our clients. We take the time to bring your idea to life. Custom artists that put any client's needs first. They do free consultations to ensure that you're on the same page with your artist. Give them a call, 440-747-7130, located at the Greenbrier Shopping Center. Check them out. Tell them Redline Radio sent you. So I'm really sad that we're not going to be, I don't think we're going to be in town for this, but I just found out oh, probably what, two weeks ago that uh, the official band of Redline Bad Juju is going to be up at. They will uh, be literally around the corner from, from my at house Solid Gold. at Solid Gold next Friday night. Yep. Go check that out. The 29th. Um, I think it's the 29th. I don't know my dates. I'll be gone. I'll be yeah, in Florida. You'll be gone. I won't be around, unfortunately, but I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see him at some point. We're going to see him this summer, I think, somewhere. But Bad Juju, they are the official band of Redline Radio, covering all your favorites from the 1980s to 90s. I've We've had a couple of people we know go watch them and said they love them. Yeah. They put on a hell of a show. Um, but yeah, if you are interested in booking Bad Juju, give Chad Moon a call today at 440-458-0209. And this isn't an ad read, but this just goes along with what you were just talking about because it's yeah. something I just want to vent because I'm sad about it. Um, that same Friday night, one of my favorite bands, Fireworks. Yeah. They have reunited. They 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 were on like a ten year hiatus. Yeah, They're back together. Too. They will be at uh, Mahal's or May Halls, however you pronounce it, that Friday night. And I am not going to be in town. And they haven't been in Cleveland to Cleveland in like ten years. I love that fucking band so much, and I am so sad that I won't. Any of you are watching that are going to that show, um, please rub it in. Tell me how great it was. 
Uh, if you go up to any of the people in the band, tell them all I miss them. I've, I've met them all and they probably don't remember me at all, but that's okay. I, I, is I this the I band that gave you tickets to the show or is that? No, no, that was a different band. That was oh, a different band. Okay, got it. Okay. But yeah, anyways, these you guys chance... don't need to give me tickets because I can't go anyway. So <laughs> sad. Get, give them a chance. Go watch them sometime. You see them pop up. They're all over local Northeast Ohio. They play in a lot of bars. Give them a listen. You'll like them. We are live today from the Growing Wings Adult Services Studio Number 2. They're the official sponsor of the State of the Art Studio 2. Growing Wings Adult Services has over seven years of experience of taking care of adults with disabilities. For more information, call Lisa at 234-334-7547. I think our internet's working great today. Am I wrong, Tim? Oh, mm-hmm. no, internet's working great, but our camera's glitching. Uh, camera's glitching. Okay. Can you just... Well, you know whose fault I think that is, Tim? I believe that is... <laughs> yeah, you, you know who it is. What'd you say? Yeah, you heard it. One more time? Oh, okay, cool. I'll cover my mouth when I say it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying right there. <laughs> That's not words for public TV, sir. Can you uh, just tone it down a little bit? That's okay. Um, anyone planning a trip to Vegas anytime soon? <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Uh, anyone planning a trip to Vegas anytime soon? I'm not, but anybody? You, uh, you November. I'll be, in go- November. I'll be going in November, yeah. When you're my there in November, Mike and... Uh, Wait, Cal- say again. Uh, my cousin is going tomorrow, Lewis. Lewis? Oh, yeah. tell and, Lewis. All right, Lewis. Mike and Colleen are going in June, so I'm two months from now. Well, Tim, you tell Lewis, and Kyle, you tell Mike and Colleen, please check out the Rusty Spur Saloon. They are voted the biggest hole-in-the-wall bar in Las Vegas for the last two years. They're located in Las Vegas, Nevada. Tell them Breadline Radio sent you, and have a great time. I love a hole-in-the-wall bar. As we were just talking about Solid Gold, they're not a, an official sponsor of Redline Radio. but not yet. It's a hole-in-the-wall bar. Yeah, we, we plan on going there, talking to them, and hopefully we can get something working out. Um, but check them out. Uh, check out the Rusty Spur if you're ever in Vegas. If you don't want to go pay those high strip prices and, you know, $8 for a fucking you know, 12 ounce can of beer, ridiculous prices in Vegas. It's so over overpriced. If you want a big old pint of beer that somebody probably spit in at one point or didn't clean the glass, that's that's the place you want to go to. That's my kind of bar. So speaking of hole in the walls, if you ever get a hole in the wall, you know who can come fix it for you, right? Wiggins Construction and Home Improvement. They're the people to give a call to. Uh, they did this beautiful studio we're sitting in right now. Uh, they do anything from bathrooms to kitchens to windows, doors, siding, and much more. Uh, I'm sure they're pretty busy after that windstorm two weeks ago, all the siding off houses. Um, but yeah. give him a call, 440-731-7654. Give, his name's Will. Give Will a call. Tell him the team Redline sent you. Did you call him to tell him to come fix your door? We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> he probably should. It's not a bad idea. Actually, no, the, the person <laughs> who broke my door is going to fix it. Uh, now, as we as we hear it talking about Paul's work on that new uh sensor button because that's something we're we're trying to fit into the show now Can we get a sponsor for the spot the the sensor button we should that's not a bad idea we'll that's put that out great there. idea um but as we work on that that's of course you know my man didn't have a lot of time to do it because i didn't tell tim about this till before the show started tim of course is a busy man he's producing multiple shows he's got his own show you could check his show out on tuesday nights tim buck tuesday every week just loaded with guests he has friends in he's got entertainers yesterday he had a bunch of rap artists and he's playing their music, and that shit was good. Um, the one guy was really, really tired. I loved hearing you talk about that. That was funny as fuck, Tim, when you called him out a couple times. <laughs> You're like, oh, you really are on two hours of sleep. Uh, Tim Buck Tuesdays, though, can, of course, be seen. Redline Radio, he's at Studio One, but you can check it on any Redline uh, Facebook page from 6 to 8 on Tuesday nights. You've also got Gary Wenner spinning the tunes from 6 to 10. Uh, he'll take requests. Whatever you want to hear, tell Gary to play it, and he's going to play it for you. Uh, Broad Street South is back eight to nine. They are giving you all things, mostly Philly sports. They like to talk about, um, which right now it's a lot of depression. If I'm being honest, you know the 
the the Phillies lost the World Series. It's a lot Eagles of trusting lost the, the Super it's Bowl. It's a lot of trusting the process. I my the Sixers are inevitably going to choke because it's Doc Rivers and it's just what they do in Philadelphia. <laughs> so you hear a lot about that. So that's always good. Um, so check them out on Tuesday nights. Wednesdays, of course, you've got Cleveland's finest. They will, they're on a little bit of a hiatus because Rob um, just had a baby. He just opened up a store. Uh, Congratulations. Uh, a Quaker Steak and Lube in Vermilion. So you'll check out Cleveland's finest when they come back. They're normally on from four to six. They'll be back soon. And then you've got talking about balls, the cream of the crop, the the you know, let's just say the numbers, the numbers don't matter when it comes to the awards at Redline Radio because you guys know who who does them and how they're probably wrong, how there's no evidence or data to back any of it up. We would who? love to see it. Okay. Exactly. All right. Um, you know, you know, once a month, whenever it's convenient for them, you get the numbers in your email and it's oh, here's here's how all the shows did, not Here's the statistics for every show at Redline Radio. Here's how you did on Twitch. Here's how you did on YouTube. Mm. Maybe we could work in this department. Yeah. Those would be very beneficial yeah. and constructive, wouldn't it? But why would we bother with that when we can instead just make phone calls bitching about other shows, talking about how things on here at Redline Radio? I digress. On Thursdays, you've got that guy, Dub, from three to four, coming in hot. He had a really good month, so shout out to him for winning a nice award. Uh, then you've got Lex Vegas. I read it in, in the right order this time, Tim. Look at me. Lex Vegas from 7 to 8 because somebody couldn't put the board on proper. Club Pizzle from 8.30 to 9.30. Those three shows are obviously for the culture. Check them out back to back to back on Thursdays. It's fucking loaded here. Uh, Broad Street South from 8 to 9. And then... And then you've got Friday night, our boy, the grapevine, 6 to 8 p.m. Check him out. His numbers are through the goddamn roof. I love seeing my boy doing well. He is killing it. He is, I, I, again, I don't understand where he gets his energy from. He is I'm, nonstop. I don't you could understand. probably say guesses, but I know him. Yeah, he got some energy. I don't understand it. So shout out to, to Grape. He was killing it. 6 to 8, check him out every Friday night, the grapevine. And then from 8 to 10, you've got. Don't, don't be afraid to check that show out. Tell them talking about ball sent you. And then on Saturday mornings, you've got unscripted at 10 a.m. from to noon with um, Adam and Dave, sometimes Chipper. Last week they had the uh, the mayor in running yeah, of Illyria. I actually tuned in for a little bit. Yeah, yeah that was interesting. Was I checked good. it out. I, I, I was listening I to will, it while I was getting I ready. Give, I will give that show credit. I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed each week by the wide spectrum of guests they bring in. Yeah, they have, I mean, their show is pretty good. Unscripted is truly the proper name for that show because any week it's like, Again, they've had like I was fucking around last week. Obviously, the, they've had some really talented people on there. They have um, rappers. They've had uh, country singers. They've had the the mayor running the the lady running for mayor. And they, there were some pretty good questions asked to her about yeah. about the town. Yeah, they they do a really good job with that. And, and any week it's something different. So that's why unscripted Hats is a off, great name. Adam and Dave. Yeah, I'll give them some kudos. Shout out to Adam and Dave. They're always tuning in. They might still be with us right now. Um, then at two to two to four, you got fourth and fifteen. Our boy Melon Smooth. They're killing it. We're big Ronnie. Um, they have another guy on the show. I forgot his name off the time I had. That's my apologies. I don't know if you know Tim. Uh, Rico. I Rico. That's it. I forgot. I met him. I met him at the uh, Rico. Power show. So they, they're doing a great job. Love checking those guys out. Very excited to have them back. Uh, you've got comedy and cocktails with Jen Jen, 830 to 930 and TMI. Too much information. 10 to midnight, rounding out your Saturday night. They're actually 6 to 8. Oh, are they? They are. Okay, 6 to 8. Check that out. No shit. I mean. Sorry, we didn't know that. Why would the board be correct? Um, Sunday mornings, you've got Steel City running lates from 10 a.m. to noon when they feel like doing a show, which isn't often. And you've got, is Medium Ratchet still going on, Tim? Not at the moment. I was going to say, I, I feel like I haven't gotten a notification for that in a while. Why okay. would the board be updated? Yeah. <laughs> Why would that be up there and accurate? Because and then, he doesn't know that she's not doing 
Oh, well, uh, don't you make excuse, Tim's? Whose show do you work for? Whose show are you on right now? How dare you defend him? Uh, I'm just kidding. And then you've got loud and local from 7:30 to 9:30 every. There's a seven to nine. Again, that font is really bad. Uh, I do uh, this 7:30 to 9:30. It is 9:30. Okay, I was yes. right the first time, but I always second guess. Why myself. would the board? Act? Yeah, why would the font be legible? Um, anyway. We're gonna we're gonna wear that beat button out. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Well, then it won't get fixed because we know who's in charge of that. <laughs> uh, loud and local, 730 to 830 or 930. You can check that out every Sunday night. Um, and that's everything you can find at Redline Radio. I, I'm going to always look forward to the show schedule right now. Yeah, that's you. Good. You might have to just go on Justin when he, when he does that because I can't keep it together over here. Yeah, keep things fresh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Now, the reason Greg Sherwood is dun, here dun, with dun. us, and I'll, you know, I'll give Greg, Greg credit. He talked a lot, a lot more than last yeah. time. I like that. You contributed. I'm, I'm happy. Do, do what I can. He's getting loose. He's loosening up for us. Uh, but the reason Greg is here is, of course, to talk about baseball. His good looks. You know, Greg has some topics he wanted to talk about, of course. And and one thing I asked Greg uh, yesterday in a text, I said, you know, Give me some ideas, some topics you want to talk about. Make sure you send Tim your just the tip for the week. Um, and Greg did none of that. Um, and then Greg came in today. And last time Greg was here, Greg brought fucking, he had papers. They were, you know, three or four papers. He had notes. He had documentations today. He brought nothing. It's all up here. So, which I like. And we are going to put that to the yeah. test, Greg, because I have some things prepared for you that I knew I was doing this in advance. And I didn't want to tell you. Oh, so we, we have some fun shit perfect. going on. We are going to start off it. with, we are all going to make our picks for okay. AL and NL MVP. We are going to make our picks for manager of the year, AL and NL. Oh, we're, all, we're all doing it? Yeah. I said now we I have to go back in my notes. You man. told me yesterday you were going to. Uh, dude, it's been a long day, okay? I'm, I'm not prepared. This was your idea, Kyle. <laughs> it's, it's been a long day. Tim, while we're mm. setting all this up, uh, you can look all that up because I am also going to throw another curveball at Greg, and we haven't played this game in a long time, and it wow. is a fan favorite. We need we need music for this. We will. We'll work on that. Uh, it is, of course, everyone's <laughs> favorite game. We're not looking for the MVP. We're looking for the MVP penis. Come on, I remember that. We are going to play MVP penis, and yes. we are going to do it with the 2023 Cleveland Guardians. Let's go around the room. You pick who you think has the biggest hog on that Guardians roster. I have been thinking and, about this all night. And Kyle will start with that comment. You I've can got go first. Li- wow. Are you ready to go? I'm ready oh, to go. Oh, let's go with Greg. Greg. Yes, I I first. I mean, I there's only one answer. I thought I threw a curveball at you by all means. No, it has to be the new big dude they signed, Josh Bell. I like that answer a lot. He he walks up, that bat's swinging. That's why he was struggling so far yeah. in the beginning because it kept getting in the way. Mm-hmm. No worries, Grape. I actually just did ad reads. Gave you a huge shout-out for winning that award. Congratulations. Your show is on the rise. You're killing it. I said I don't understand where you get all that energy from. I never will. Um, Grape but, came in at the right time. Yeah, you did. I'm sorry. What does that say? Fools. Fools. It's so well-timed right now. It is so well-timed right now. I love it. Quick trip down memory lane here for talking about balls, Greg. We'll get right back. Uh, When this show started, it did start off. Take my sign up just like last time. It started off as what I was, what I was aiming for was, uh, you know, the blink 182 of talk shows, the best trio you could find. And our, our third member was Foose. That's his last name. So that was, that's exactly what everyone calls him. So it's really funny that you came in and said, sup, Foose. And then immediately Kyle looks at me like, what did he say? Um, <laughs> I was like, but obviously, how would Grape know anything about Foose? I, totally random, but strange coincidence. Very funny. It it's actually is very funny. Greg knows timed, him. Well timed. And there's been history over the last month well or so timed. of all of these names. So that's hilarious. Worked out perfectly. I love it personally. This is going to be a good story for us to talk about after the show. Oh. Um, so my yeah. turn. Talk penises. 
My turn? <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, no, Greg. Greg's starting off. Oh, here we oh, let the guests go said, first. He, so said, he said Bell. I said Bell. Oh, yeah, sorry. We were you talking about Bell. You just rudely interrupted me. I mean, you were finished. I, I made do my own re- little time. Do you have reason? Now I'm done. Okay. All right, Brady Quinn at the end of that protein commercial. So, Tim, go ahead. I'll let you go next. Well, Tim's getting all his other stuff ready. I don't know if he's ready for this. I was letting him make his- I'll throw mine out. Mine's a legit curveball. Comes from somebody who throws curveballs. I honestly believe the biggest dick on the team is Karen Shack. That dude probably hit rocks a massive hog down there. No, no we need who has I the mean, biggest dick. Who, who, not who no, is no. the biggest I dick. I honestly believe that dude probably has one. I mean, if he does, you can see it through his tight pants. Absolutely. Yeah, that's why I don't think he has one. I check no it out all the time. It. Unless he somehow like tucks it between his taints. Sometimes and, like, you have it's to. It's like you've what was that movie of Mark Wahlberg back in the day? It was a porn star. What was that? It's wedged he in between that his butt crack. Well. Maybe that would be maybe that could be that could be how it does it. I don't <laughs> know. Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I love that movie. Probably his get up speech. Here we go. Um, mine. I would probably have to go to one of the smallest guys on the team. I'm going J Ram. J Ram's probably just got a you're gonna monster dog. I think it's like going. Jeez. Uh, no, Quan. <laughs> no offense here. I don't want to get canceled, but. You know, Quan's Asian, and they're kind of, you know, maybe it's a stereotype, but they're kind of known for not having the biggest dongs. So <laughs> I'm not going to go Stephen Quan with my prediction. I'm going to go J-Ram. No matter the actual size of J-Ram, he definitely has big dick energy. No no, no question about it. Just the way he presents himself, that swagger. <laughs> looks like he's always just cool, calm, and collected. I feel like you've got to be packing some heat if that's how you live your life. So that's how this version of MVP is. Tim, do you have an answer? You're more than welcome to chime in. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to say Frank Kona. <laughs> that's a really good answer, too. Mm, yeah, you I know, see it. To, to be that good at your job and to just fucking ride a moped around town, you've got to be packing it pretty nicely. So I, I could absolutely see that. That's a really good pick. That's actually, yeah, that's, he'd that's probably, a really good one. He probably tucks it nicely in the side when he's riding the little moped around. He's got the side cart. It's just for his dick. That's a, and dick and balls. He's like Randy Marsh. Um, all right, Tim, hopefully we gave you enough time to get your picks in for all the stuff. Are you, are you prepared? Hopefully. No, but I'll, I'll, I'll swing it. That's why I love Tim. He's ready to go at the drop of a hat. We're going to go ahead and start it off. Greg, let's get your pick. Who do you think is going to be the AL manager of the year? Oh, that was the one. Oh, yeah. Kevin Cash. I have I mean, that, too. Kind of, kind of cheating. I have that, the too. Rays are off they're to off to a great start. start. But, I mean, they're there, you know, every year just plugging and playing all these guys who you've never heard of. It's strategy to the max. If they continue the success, he's going to be a shoe in. Very similar to, like, the Guardians. They just they yeah. they they grow from within. And you just got to work with the talent that you have, just and they like seem to be penis. doing a great job. From what? Yeah, mostly stays within, though. Stay, from what I mostly stays within. Excuse me, Kyle, your AL manager of the year prediction. So I was going to go with that, but I think I'm going to have to go Homer. I'm going to go Francona. I just I feel like the the Guardians are going to get together at some point this year and make a, a deeper run into the playoffs. And why not? I mean, I think he's always a contender up there, top five for a manager of the year. I already wrote all mine down, and just because Greg picked it, I'm not going to change it. So I'm going to stick with it. I had yeah. Kevin Cash also. No, I it was I, I was going with that, but I figured there were different name outs. We're not sure. like I respect what, it. what he said, Tim. Well, it's gonna sound like a broken record because I was gonna say Frank Cotto too. I like, I'll take but, it. I mean, I kind of got like you know a lot of uh, I guess emotional stake into Frank Cotto, you know. You of, think he's of, cute? Of, no, because of the Red Sox. Oh, got it. And because uh, of that giant dick, you think he has? Exactly. So yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, clearly he hits a home run every night. So. <laughs> All right, next up, National League Manager of the Year. I'll start off. I'm going Dave Roberts. I think the Dodgers are going to be a great team this year. I like the Dodgers. So I picked that as that's my own little version of being a homer. Yeah, no, I Dodgers for me too. Not to sound like a copy off of you, but that's what he said thing. So yeah, I think he's probably, he's always up there though. I yeah, mean, I mean that, the Dodgers are always a great team. Yeah. So I, I would go with them. Yeah. You know, he was the first guy that came to mind, but I think the Dodgers have all the talent. I don't yes. know how much he's going to have to do. Not much. So I was going to go for Rob Thompson of the Phillies. Okay. That's I, a good I one. I think the Phillies have a chance to follow up last year. 
more success, but they have enough holes, yep. you know, on their roster that there's going to have to be some managing. Yeah, I absolutely. Think they can, I think they can bolt together again, and I think it's... Uh, I mean, he did a great job last year. They were a surprise team to go to the World Series, and I don't think anybody had them projected to nope. go that far. And, I mean, they, they kept it fun. They were interesting. Uh, I hate the Houston Astros. They can go fuck themselves, so I hated seeing that happen. But, bang, um, bang. Yeah, ugh, hate them. Mm -hmm. Hate them so much. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Dave Roberts. Tim, what say you? Uh, so, I, since I don't have my own personal pick, I'm just looking. Um, I'm seeing a lot of Bob Melvin. Okay, for the um, Padres. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and then I see a Oliver uh, Marmel. Marmel. Cardinals. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say, I'm not time ahead. I took me a second. Cardinals are always a team that you think that, I mean, they're always there at the end, but it's like, they're just, I mean, was Paul Goldschmidt, the not the quietest MVP last year yes. that like nobody probably most common baseball fans probably don't even know who Paul Goldschmidt is. And the guy just won an MVP. Awkward. Silence. <laughs> All right. Fair yep. enough. Just like Paul Goldschmidt. <laughs> yeah. Quiet season. Exactly. I like that. Uh, next that up, we so have, we're going to go American league rookie of the year. Uh, we'll go Greg. Oh, geez. Um, Adley Rushman still qualify? I don't know if I'm I, so. I didn't look up. He's my pick. I'm going with Gunnar Henderson. Oh, another Oriole. They're they're a young team. They've got some talent. Somebody's got to come out of that 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 team eventually and be good. Um, so I mean, have, Gunnar you Henderson. Seen, have you seen Adley? He's yeah, really no, he's good. very he's, good. He's really Absolutely. Good. That's why I'm just saying either of those choices are good. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, what say you? I don't have a pick for this one. Sorry, I left my list at home. I do apologize. Well, fair. I came unprepared here for this one. So I didn't even know it was happening. And I that's a that's yeah, a rookie rookie mistake. So maybe Kyle's the rookie of the year candidate right there. Nah. Uh, Tim, Tim, do you have one by chance? If not, no big deal. Uh, Tristan Casas. Uh, I'm not sure if they have names. Casas. Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah. Look at look at look at Tim showing up. Better prepared than Kyle. That's I mean you can <laughs> he's carrying me today. I apologize. He's carrying well, me today. Spoiler alert. I always got your back. Spoiler alert. Next up, we're gonna go to the National League for rookie of the year. So if you don't have one prepared, maybe look it up now. All right, we're coming in hot. Time. Jordan Walker for the Oh, Cardinals. he's already ready. Boom, okay. Let's go. All right. I am going with um Corbin Carroll from the Diamondbacks. Mm. That is my choice for NL rookie of the year. Greg? Yeah, it's also DraftKings choice. Oh, really? Yeah. No shit. Well, I took um, a clear favorite. I'll take that. Yeah, I'm on the Jordan Walker train. He, he looks so good. He was tearing the ball up and the miners tear it, tore it up in spring training and he's had a great start. Yeah. Dude can play. Great choice. Tim? Uh, I'm going to go uh, um, Sangha. Um, I, I'm a fan of uh, what was it, Kadai of uh, Sangha. I'm a fan of Asian I don't know how to pitchers. pronounce it personally. So. You're a fan of Asians? I heard that. Asian Got it. pitchers. Oh, pitchers. Learning about his fetishes. I like it. <laughs> no kink shaming on this show. Dax K was always... Hideo Noma, <laughs> the OG. Um, all right, next up, we're going to go Cy Young for the American League. I will start. I am going to go with Jacob Degrom. I think he is going to do. He the, the Rangers are actually playing very good baseball. Um, I think Jacob Degrom is doing very well down there, and I think he's going to show that he can succeed in the National League or the American League, just as he did in the National League when he was with the Mets. And I didn't want to pick, you know, your normals. I didn't want to pick your Garrett Cole. I didn't want to even pick Shane Bieber. I didn't want to pick Otani. I wanted to throw a little bit of a curveball in slightly. My, uh, so I'm going my, with Jacob Degrom and pick one of the best pitcher in baseball who just happened to switch leagues. Yeah, correct. My but again, uh, he's not even he's not he's not the favorite. The list is coming back to me now. I remember we did do this like yep. like what two months ago I feel a month ago maybe I don't remember. <clears> but I think at the time I, I I picked Cole I believe and then I think Bieber was my second choice. But honestly, it would be amazing to see Otani win Cy Young. And MVP. So I would hate that. I don't want that. I want mm -hmm. the I want the 
trophies to be spread out. Because I get why. it, but that would be just one of those things like you'll never see it again. That's why I refuse to pick Otani for Cy Young. Yeah. Because spoiler alert, I have him winning a different award tonight. <laughs> we haven't too. talked about. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, National League. Uh, I'm sorry, Tim. Did you have one? I apologize. Luis Castillo. Okay, good choice. Um, I have one, JG. Oh, did you not go? No. Oh, here we go. He's he's never going to let you live this down. The fact that Greg spoke up. When I get going, I'm a million miles away. So I'm glad that you you interrupted and you said, hey, I did not go yet. Thank you. Do that again. I like it. I just want to speak it into existence. Yes. Just so you hate it. Okay. Otani. Fuck you. Double double win. Cy Young MVP. It would be amazing to see. I don't want it. National League. Dude's amazing. He is. I just I want to see the trophy go somewhere else like other people spread the share the wealth um next up we have nl cy young i'm going with corbin burns of the milwaukee brewers hopefully of the cleveland Guardians. it would be really nice <laughs> halfway through the season would be really hopefully sooner <laughs> rather than later because our pitching staff is fucking depleted right he, now he just got hurt though yeah mm. is it serious though i don't wah, think so wah. yeah i didn't it's think it's a was, back injury though. yeah never so know. maybe a, yeah that's true all it takes is yeah. one one day of going yeah. yeah i don't feel right I believe I had Zach Wheeler when we made this list as a as a pick. Couldn't tell you. I think so. Yeah, I think it's Zach Wheeler. Yeah, Kyle and I couldn't remember if we did this already or not, but <laughs> because you're here, we're like, fuck it. We're it's, doing all, it again. it's all it's like Celine Dion. It's all coming back That's to fine. me. I'm gonna go with uh, Sandy Alcantara because he is okay. really really good, but he plays in Miami, so no one knows he exists. Yeah, they actually have a lot of good talented <laughs> players, but they just don't win, so nobody yeah. knows who the fuck half of them are. Uh, Tim, what say you? Justin Verlander. Verlander on the Mets. I uh, so Considering I have friends that are Mets fans and I love talking shit about You'll them. You'll never pick a Mets player. Or will I? Oh. Dun, dun, dun. All right. <laughs> let's go to MVP. We will start with the American League. And this is a um, sweep across the board. Yeah. I kind of yeah. think we all know who we're going to say. <laughs> on let's three. Just, on three. Yeah. Let's just put a hand up if you decided you're voting for Shohei Otani. Okay, fair yep. enough. We are all in agreement. Tim, yep. I think his hand was up. I couldn't see, but I assume it was up. All right, uh, National League, let's spice things up a little bit. Spicy. I will start, and I will I will vote for a Met. Kind of a hometown mm. guy. Give me Lindor. Let me just, for shits and giggles, give me Francisco Lindor to win MVP. Just because I figured, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to really throw the huh? dice right there on that one. Do I really feel like that's going to happen? Would I be willing to put money on it? No. But for the sake of this segment and for this show, Yes, give me Lindor. Hmm. I'm surprised you can go for Kyle Schwarber. That would have been a good pick. He can go fuck himself. <laughs> Kyle Schwarber or Francisco Lindor technically didn't didn't cost us a, a World Series. He did his best to help us win one. So Schwarber can forever go fuck himself. Greg? Yeah, I'm going with uh Acuna just because yep. if he stays healthy. He could be an MVP I any season. Literally wrote him and I crossed it off to put Lindor because I yeah. was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's it, have a little it fun. It feels with like it. a little bit of a cop out. But, yeah. But he's that good. But yeah. no, I agree with you. I mean, he's a great player. I think he earned he, he would earn it. He's well deserved. So that's not a bad pick at all. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with Kyle Schwarber now, just for fun. Okay. Well, you'd be wrong. So that's fair. <laughs> it's the name, it's got me. It's a soft spot. I will me. I will admit, because of my patriotism and because of how much I love my country. When we were in the 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 baseball world baseball you classic, still didn't root for him. I did, God. I did. I wanted him to hit a home run when we were fucking. When he he did hit a home run in that game, and I wanted him to hit another one because we were losing. I wanted to win that fucking game, so um, I was I was supporting him for that. But as soon as that game ended, I immediately gave him the finger on my TV. Immediately put himself. his name back on your wall, yep. right? He yep. can go fuck himself right after that game. He is no longer my my patriot hero. 
By the way, some last minute research here. Looks like sure. Adley Rushman may not be eligible for okay. the end of this year. So I'll switch to Anthony Volpe. I like it. All right. That's Greg doing his doing his shit on the fly. I like that. I respect that. Tim, your National League MVP is who? Manny Machado. Manny Machado. All right. That's a good choice. You got got a lot of Padres on your list over there today. I the, like it. I'm starting to sense a trend over there. Yeah, and that's something Greg wanted to talk about too before we uh get to just the tip here, which most of us are prepared for. No names, please. Um, talk a little bit about these new rule changes. They're fun. Games are so I, fast. I like it a lot too. I mean, I said it when before the season started, watching it in spring training, that's exactly what I said. I'm like, yeah. I love it. The game flies by. It's more entertaining. I did think it would help produce more runs, which some teams do. The Guardians apparently haven't figured that part out yet. Um, they're but running a lot, though. They are. That, I do like that. Fun. Yeah, they're, they're, they're playing small ball like they do, and they're using the speed to their advantage. I think last I checked, Miles Straw was leading the league in um, stolen bases. I don't know if that's still a thing. That uh, was a couple days ago. Yeah, okay, was it? Okay. Um, you have no issues with any of the new rules, none whatsoever? You're a fan of all of them? Uh, when they're I, executed properly, I feel like he might say. I wish what the pitch clock with runners on base, mm -hmm. I'd move it to 30 seconds. I'd go 15 and 30. The 20 is pretty fast did you see, with runners on base. Did you but see the I other guess day, it's making guys steal. So. You see the other day, I forgot who the pitcher was or the teams even for that matter. It was a, it was a quick clip I saw on like Facebook or something. Um, there were runners on first and second, two outs, full count. Everybody in the stadium knows you run on that count. That's what's going to happen. So the pitcher kind of cheated. So the pitcher stood up there, waited till the clock got to one second where the runners were going to take off because he lifted his leg like he was going to pitch. And then he turned around and picked him off and got him in a rundown because he knew they were going to run because it's 3-2. So he kind of, I mean, I won't say he cheated. He used the clock to his advantage. Well, you're but using like, it to your advantage. Yeah. To me, it's just kind of shitty. Like that takes like the spontaneity out of it. And not even that. It's like the, 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 uh, what's the wholesomeness of like three, two count. Everyone runs. It's just part of baseball. It's what you do. And he's like, ah, fuck you and your traditions. I mean, you can do that without the. Without right. the pitch clock. And I mean, the thing with that is make sure he goes to the plate. You're right. coaching a runner. It's after he goes to the plate because you're By not, means, you're not yeah. trying to steal. You're just trying to get a you're head just, start. Yeah, you're just getting so moving. you got to make sure he goes to the plate. Yeah. And then so you can go. So for that's, sure, that's on the runner. For sure, the runner jumped a little early, yeah. but it still was just like you could tell this guy had no intentions of going to the plate. Like mm -hmm. his whole plan was I am going to try to pick this guy off at second or whoever, get him in a rundown because they're going to run on three, two. So for me, I was kind of like, I don't know. It just felt, it felt dirty. It felt a little it dirty. Felt dirty. It did. I just like the wholesomeness of just three, two, you just run. That's it. The pitcher's not trying to pick you off. Cause like Greg said, you're not going for a stolen base. It's three, two. You're just getting a head start. Cause if you walk, it is what it is. You strike out. It is what it is. If you get a hit, you're probably scoring anyway. If you're on second, <clears> depending <throat> on what base round, whatever. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It just felt weird. It felt, did, felt bad. Did you hear about the new rules they are going to test out in the Atlantic league this year? I did not hear rules? about them. No. I don't know. I might have. You have to um, refresh me. One pickoff throw. I heard about heard that. that. Yes. The double switch DH. If your starter doesn't go five innings, you lose the DH for the rest of the game when you pull him. Really? So I don't like that. They're trying to get rid of That's like the thought. process behind us bullshit um anyway yeah no i uh i personally don't like that rule because it kind of screws you if like look at the guardians yesterday we had the double header because of the rain out so we had to bring a guy up to pitch a game most young guys coming up they don't want him pitching that long so you now you got to like really be careful of how long they go it, it changes your strategy so you're a lot. saying that if your pitcher doesn't go at least five innings 
you lose your you DH. lose your DH. Correct. Interesting. Now I don't know the rule fully. I don't know how much you know about it either, Greg. Does okay. that mean the DH rule? Do you mm-hmm. lose? Obviously, you lose a DH. Does that mean you only have eight batters, or your pitcher no, has pitchers to bat? hit? I uh, gotcha. Okay, I wasn't sure how they were going to do that. Okay, yep. so that actually could kind of make things interesting, but it sucks yeah. because you're kind of punishing the team for what if the pitcher just has a really bad outing? Right. It's going to make, gonna make that out. worse. Yeah. That means you're already behind. Yeah. So you now it's like, all right, your pitcher okay, sucked. He only pitched three, three and a third innings. Yeah. We had, you had to pull him because you're down five, nothing. And instead of like, all right, let's make a comeback. It's cool. Now we lost our hitter. Yeah. That, that, that sucks. I don't like that. That would Not be a, that would be a very big change. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's why they try him out. Now, are do these get voted on by the teams, or are these just no. if the commissioner says we're doing it, we're doing it? So it goes to the competition committee. Okay, but due to the latest CBA, like baseball can just do it. Okay, they don't so even have, whether anyone the likes competition or not. committee has owners and players. Mm-hmm. They're trying to work together. Okay, but in the end, it's up to MLB. If they want to do it, they can just say, "Screw yeah, you guys, we're doing it." I, don't like I mean, that. so far these changes they put in this year yeah. have made the ones for this year. I love. Have, I like people it love lot, it. Yeah. I mean, the, the fast games. What sucks though, and I, I know we had some friends that went to the opening day game. They said they they went away to get like a, a pizza or a hot dog and yeah. a drink and came back and they were they missed two innings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's goes no joke. Quick. Yeah, if the line's long, if the stadium's packed, you're you got to really pick and choose when you're going to the bathroom because mm-hmm. in years prior I would kind of do that. Like if I had to go some like if I want to take a piss, I'm at the game. I'm like I'm standing there. I'm like right, I'm gonna wait till this half inning. I'm gonna try to fucking quickly go. You're never gonna make it back in time for the the next inning, but you're gonna miss a little bit. Nowadays, if that line's long, and you I wonder, really I wonder go. if they're going to be missing revenue by this too, by them making the games go quicker. People aren't buying as much in the stadium. You know what I mean? Some teams, drinks, food, stuff like that. Some teams have extended alcohol sales into the eighth inning. Oh, have the they? Seventh. Yeah, okay. that was a huge topic because mm-hmm. I forgot who the pitcher was, but somebody came out and was very yeah. against it, and he was like, "This, this is stupid because now you're just encouraging people to drink longer into the games." And he's like, "And then you have families trying to leave, and you've got people drinking now into the eighth inning, ninth inning." But most people responded with nobody's sobering up in two innings yeah. anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> it's true. It doesn't make a difference. Um, but yeah, I think, it, I think it will definitely hurt revenue because you're going to have people that are like, well, I'm not getting up to go get hot dogs and a beer now because I'm going to miss too much of the game. Right. So if you're in a good game, then people are like, oh, fuck it. I'll just you'll, stay you'll right buy here. your initial at the, at the top. Or if anything, the new hot job of 2023 is to be the, the guy walking around with the fucking tray of hot dogs or beer because no true. one wants yeah. to get out of their seat. Or they're trying to make it faster that with the contactless concessions where you just put your card in, grab something, walk, walk up, out, get it, you're done. You, you do like the total invasion of privacy facial scan. I'm okay with that. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Big, just big grab big it, grab and go. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that too. They got to definitely, they'll have to adapt because there's no excuse for people waiting in a line nowadays with how fast baseball yeah. games go. Agree. Um, Luckily for us, in how Cleveland, long until we can pee in our seats? Just there's going to be like, go too. I mean, yeah. there's going to be like 10,000 people at the games from now on for the rest of the season. So line should you, be a problem. Do you see the, the attendance at the, uh, the Tigers game? It looked like they did. <laughs> oh it looked like gosh. COVID again. Like it they didn't let crazy. people in. I was watching. I'm like, dude, that yeah. whole fucking place is empty. Um, I actually, I was talking to Greg about that over the weekend. I, I think I want to go to Detroit for a game. I want to see the guardians probably get there. some pretty good seats. I looked it up. They actually have really cheap seats for like seventy five bucks. You can sit right behind home plate. But and that, that stadium's beautiful too. If I'm I've never mistaken. been. I, yeah. That's why I want to go. Went last year. Yeah, in the right field. It was cheap. It was yeah, great. There was there was a bar in the right field which pregame had a three dollar canned cocktails that were no like, shit. That's uh, not bad. Nine ten percent alcohol. That's not bad at and all. Like three dollar hot dogs and fries before the game. That's not bad. I like. I want to go to local parks. Like I've been to uh, Great American Ballpark or whatever the fuck it's called these days. It's still Great American down in Cincinnati. Yeah. That's, uh, that's mediocre. No, it's not a great stadium. I've just I've been there. I want to go to one um, at PNC. I've never been there. PNC that's is a beautiful. beautiful. Park too. I sat. Uh, little humble brag. I got tickets from my man Trevor Crow when he was with the Houston Astros. The Astros played uh, in Pittsburgh, and he messaged me on on Twitter. Humble, humble brag. He was like, 
hey, if you can make it, he's like, I'll have some tickets waiting for you here in Pittsburgh. And I was like, fuck it, nothing else I can do this weekend. So Terry and I took a little road trip and he got us seats uh, right behind, uh, right on the first baseline. And we were literally looking right under the outfield. You could see the bridge and all the views. It was beautiful, really cool stadium. I thought it kind of sucked. Uh, I went really? there 20 years ago, <laughs> got tickets behind home plate, lower deck for 24 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad and I were going to sit upper deck for 15 and they're like, are you sure you don't want lower deck home plate? Yeah. $9. We're like, how much? 24? Like, yeah. like, okay. Um, yeah, really not impressed. I don't know. I, I think, the, I think the, the yellow, cool. the yellow bridges are ugly as shit. Yeah. I, I, That's what gets me. It's not a good, like, okay. It's a big honking. Yeah. I don't like yellow, the color, ugly bridge. Well, I think they, I don't want to I think they've that. redone the bridge since then, Ugh. like color wise. Like it's, it's, it's updated. It's now purple. Paint. No, it's yeah. the same. It's still yellow. It's just a fresh coat. Um, I don't know. I didn't mind the view. I like a nice backdrop. Yeah. I went I went prepared to be impressed and was not. Okay. See, I went in just because it was for a free ticket, yeah. and I went, and I was like, ah, not bad. Um, so I've been there. I've been to a couple other stadiums. I, I can't remember. I, I did a tour in Texas, the new Ranger Stadium. Or actually, it was the old one. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I didn't actually see a game. Yeah, I did new, a tour. The, the new Rangers one's pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. I heard it's gorgeous, yeah. yeah. So I'd like to add Comerica to the list because it's two hours away. Detroit's really close. I'd like to go on a weekend series and catch a game. So I'm thinking about doing that this year. But I, I, I think I'm going to Fenway one. You did or you, you want to? I do. Fucking go, man. That's historic. You better be there. I want to see you up on the wall. You got to be up <laughs> way up top. Is that Tim up there? There's no, Tim, I don't, would love Tim, that. don't jump. No. As an actual stadium, Fenway was pretty bad. But the history is, yeah, it's a dump, you know, but... like Wrigley. Yeah, I've been to Wrigley yeah. too. I forgot about that one. Wrigley sucked. Wrigley just installed all yeah. new lights this Fucking past year, though. Pissing in troughs. It looks like yeah. shit. It was cold. The vine was all the vines were all dead in the outfield. It looked like shit. Like I was, I felt like I was at a little league park. Um, but whatever. It was fun. I got to go. Um, all right. So that's gonna do it for our regular sports part. Now we're gonna get to just the tip. As always, we start off with our man Tim Buck too. Greg, if you have anything, please feel free to let me know, and we will include you. Whether you don't have a graphic, but if you want to give any type of tip, let me know. We will go. Yeah, I'll go last. That's not happening. I always go last. Oh, you will well, go right, second to last. Second then to last. you will understand I, the order. I, I told you, How this dare was, you. This was a dictatorship. I run a tight I saw, ship. JT, I saw JTT and I thought Jonathan Taylor. I Thomas. run. Yeah, we're here going to talk all yeah. things home improvement right after this. Uh, go oh. ahead, Tim. Take it away, my friend. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I don't know how to make that sound, but I, I'm glad you did. <laughs> well, you know what I'm talking about, right? I have a hunch. Does it involve standing up and making people laugh? It does. Thank you. And this is also the reason why I won't be able to see one of your favorite bands. Because I have a show that night on the 28th. Damn it, Tim. I was hoping you were going to FaceTime me while you were there. (laughs) That's how I knew uh, the 28th was a Friday. Because I um, will be having a show that night. um, Hosted by Sean Boyd, one of uh, Red Line's former hosts. Shout out to Sean Boyd and Miss KC. Absolutely. Just Therapy. Shout out to his show he used to have here at Red Line on Monday nights. He still does run it on Monday nights. Oh, he does. Um, okay. He does. Awesome. He does. Um, uh, Miss KT is just kind of in the audience. She's not, It's really just Sean Boyd. Um, but I did get the chance to go on the show and do it with him um, when he was on his own. So it was kind of cool. Um, and, you know, he asked me to be a part of this show, uh, which is um, at a place in Bedford called uh, 12, uh, 612. Um, I'm guessing it's supposed to be 216, probably. Uh, it's an event mm, I didn't even think about that. Good call. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but it is, uh, um, I mean, obviously, it's not 216 because it's 612. It's dyslexic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's 20 bucks, uh, 15 in advance. Um, you can uh, meet us at a 25780 Miles Road in Bedford Heights, Ohio. So doors open at 730. Shows at 830. Um, and Sean Boy tries to run a pretty tight ship. So if, if we start late, it'll probably be 845. 
but uh, Katrina Brown is the headliner. I've yet to see her do comedy, but I've heard her name around the comedy uh, comedy world. So I know she has to be hilarious, uh, especially if Sean Boy's putting her on and he- letting her headline. So please come out and enjoy this show. I, I, it's going to be a great time. I got some new material that's been working great. Um, so come out here's some new stuff man and it's byob i mean shit it is BYOB. i would have led with that if i were you tim <laughs> so that's awesome check that out for sure i will unfortunately i'll be in orlando that weekend so you say unfortunately or i mean obviously if it comes to something for tim yeah, i'd like I to get be there it, for but tim. i mean you're I support gonna be, tim i love tim it's so it's disney man i want you all to Don't make, yeah once you fun. go see tim perform because fireworks will probably be headlining so go watch tim and then head on to mahal's and you can check out fireworks you can do both in one night it's very doable just drive fast. Uh, next up, we'll go with Greg. Second to last, JG. I'm throwing the order off because you wanted to go last. I'm doing it on purpose. Now I got nothing. Damn. I thought you were you going to have something if you went last. Tim, it's yeah. the battle that never happens. <laughs> you don't have anything. It would give me some time to think about it. Okay, All right, then, I'll, I'll go. Second. All right, we'll, we'll go back go. to second go. to last. I'll go. All right. So, anyways, I'm sticking with my podcast recommendations because I've been listening to a lot of them. It's all I do lately for work is driving around. But I just found a new one. It's called Slow Burn, and it's not an STD show. Um, that talks about your, your penis on a slow burn and Tim can't find where to put the camera. I thought we were just doing the Greg serial killer cam. I, I, thought so it was I, like just, a, I was I, cool with it. I thought it was a kiss cam for a second. Not going to lie. I thought we were going to kiss somebody. Um, but so slow burn, it's, it breaks down uh, the first, um, it, it takes historical events and breaks them down in, in grave detail. So the first eight episodes is about Watergate. Um, the f- next eight that I, I'm currently on now, which is a picture. Obviously, it's about Bill Gates. I mean, Bill Bill Clinton. Bill, Bill Gates. And uh, Bill Gates did and, not have sexual relations <laughs> with that woman. Bill Clinton and all his scandals, you know, Whitewater, the Lewinsky, Travelgate, all this different stuff that basically went with his presidency. Uh, the next one coming up is about um, the Tupac Biggie murders. It digs deep into, you know, the facts, you know, who investigated it and so on and so forth. Uh, the one after that I looked ahead is about the Ku Klux Klan, uh, the history of that, where it started, and you know, what's going on with that. So it, it's really cool. I mean, there's, there's, I knew about Watergate, and I knew about kind of what took place, but this really digs deep into some of the behind-the-scenes interviews. and you know, who, Who's it hosted by? Anybody? In it, no, it's just it's, – it's very – so the first Watergate was hosted by some guy. This one's hosted by a different oh, guy. different hosts each Yeah, time. yeah. So I each gotcha. one. So they do their own investigation into it. And then they really talk about it in grave detail. And each episode is about 45 minutes long. So it really goes into it. But right now we're just digging through the Bill Clinton stuff, which is cool. So if you want to jump into a, a podcast, learn something more, maybe a little more about what you already knew, it's 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 worth it. I put it on when I'm driving around doing cold calls so I can l- listen to it over over time. So I highly recommend it. It's it's pretty cool. Check it out. Um, hey, what's up? I'm gonna I'm guessing on the name here, Dyer. Dier. Dier. What's going Dier? on? I know. I know uh, I see you with Grape all the time. Shout out to both you guys. Hope you guys are doing well. Wah, wah, wah. Kyle was all old right. enough to vote for Bill Clinton. Yeah, he was. Of course he was. Kyle's age. Why, why are we going to be hating on Kyle right now? But yeah, I was old enough to vote for him. Yeah. Well, actually, I was not old. He fucking got voted in 92. He was too old to vote for him almost. <laughs> okay, dicks. <laughs> all right, Greg, you are up for your tip of the week. All right, I'll stick with a podcast uh, since I like just learned what those are. You know, started started uh, listening to them. Um, but sticking with the theme of the, the vintage cards that we went to, I've started listening to the Golden Age of Cardboard podcast. Which vintage is card podcast. A vintage, really baseball card centered podcast. Sure. So 
talks about the market, how to buy, how to sell, how to trade, goes in depth on some sets, talks about oh, oddball cards. It's What's just the name of it again? The Golden, Golden Age, Age of, of cardboard. cardboard. Interesting. It's a, a vintage baseball focused podcast. I was kind of, you know, leading into the show. I was looking for something to listen to about it and uh, went through a couple of them. And this is far and away the winner. Uh, I believe it's on the guys on YouTube, too. He does you know, okay. live broadcasts on YouTube. It's YouTube. Um, I don't know. I listen on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Whatever. None of this video stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm an audio while, only while kind work, of guy. Yeah, while I'm working or driving. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just really enjoyed the Golden Age of Cardboard podcast. Getting How long are the episodes? Up. Like, so what kind of stuff do they talk about? Not to dig too into it, but I mean, they talk about like what to look for or how to go find certain cards or i mean looking at some episodes i bookmarked uh vintage buying uh wow buying a vintage <laughs> vintage buying buying vintage collections okay six trips and tricks tips and stories okay. i could talk what goes into prospecting for future hall of famers the art of trading into the mind of a baseball collector investor dealer Mm-hmm. Um, what do dealers think of the national? How to choose what grading company? So this is right up your alley, then. Yeah, this is crazy. That's Our great. vintage cards recession proof. They talk about trends, um, you know, hot players even. But you know, do rundowns of old sets. Like there's a nineteen picture fifties nice. Bowman. Yep. I will say that my favorite thing that I learned from the card show on Saturday was um, when you were looking at the guy that closed the case on you, the guy that yep. was a dickhead. He had a card he was showing us, or no, maybe it was the other. It was a different guy who was showing us the boxers. No, it was the same guy. It was the same guy. He had that guy one, showing you boxers. What kind of show was that, this? He had that card of Jack Johnson from like yeah. the 1920s. And when I saw that, I was like, Jack Johnson, that's a boxer. And it made me think of the movie Anchorman because Ron Burgundy goes, "You want to go? You want to throw fisticuffs? I've got Jack Johnson and Tom O'Leary right here." So I googled it. <laughs> Both were boxers from like the 1900s. So I learned I didn't know they were real people. So yeah. that was really Jack cool. Jack Johnson, I did in Black History. Jack oh, Johnson you know what? That's was, right. you did. huge. I mean, he was like just seeing the card, they put it all together. I was like, yeah. oh no shit, that's from Anchorman. I went as I was going home, I yeah. Googled Tom O'Leary. And we then, learned something. I learned new. a lot. Thank you, Greg. Uh, you know, we're just chilling too, just finishing up the show here. We're again we're doing a quick one. Normally we're seven and nine, but today we're wrapping up a little early. Um, speaking of, we'll go do do my tip right now. My just a tip this week is a fun show that you can find on the app Freebie, which used to be IMD IMDB TV. It is now called Freebie, um, which means everything's free on it. You just download the app. You can watch it. There's there's commercials, but it is what it is. It's free, so who gives a shit? Uh, and it is a show that just came out. It is called Jury Duty. And Jury Duty is a show where, as you can read there, 12 jurors, 11 actors. The guy that's colored right there, in color, I guess is the that's, right way to say racist. it. Tim, Tim, please tell me how to say that. Black I don't want to offend Black History Month. I'm not trying to get canceled, but the guy that is fully in color on on the screen there, You're um, not helping the case. Here. He is the one person who is not an actor. He has no idea that it's it's all a show. So the judge, the the bailiff, everybody there, the the jury or uh, the uh, I'm sorry, the the lawyers, etc. Everyone else is actor. Everyone's an actor. Everything so I that they assume do is some playing. crazy shit happens. Very crazy. So right now they're doing. Uh, I think the first week it aired was April 7th, and there was like five episodes. Then last week they did three episodes, and then the finale is this Friday. Um, so, yeah, this guy has no idea that this isn't a real case. Uh, as you can see next to him, is that's an actual actor. That's James Marsden, who's been in, like, The Notebook. He was in the movie yeah, Sex Drive. He's yeah. been in a lot of shit. Like, he's kind of recognizable. Um, and he plays himself. So he acts like this big Hollywood douche where he's like, I, I can't do this. I, I have a reading. I've got to go audition for something. Oh, and like that's he's amazing. a huge douchebag. That's amazing. And it's really good. It's a really funny show. I, I actually really enjoy it. 
Um, so check that out. The, the finale is this Friday. Just something fun. I, I wasn't I, sure what to when expect. When I saw this, because I came home from work yesterday, actually, and Jess had already started watching this while she was working from home. Mm -hmm. And she said it's a hilarious show. Then I saw you put your thing. I'm like, no shit. And yeah. that's funny. So I like that weird, dry humor. Like, I, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the show or even seen it. The show Nathan For You that was on Comedy Central with Nathan Fielder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, where... Yep. I think he, I think if you get a chance to him, I, th I love it. It's super dry. I, I love that kind of shit where he's like, the other people have no idea that it's like a joke going around them, but he acts so serious with it. I fucking love that kind of shit. Um, and this show just is very reminiscent of that. And, and that's why I, I got caught onto it because somebody posted and said, it's, if you like Nathan for you, you'll like uh, jury duty. And I saw the trailer for it like a month ago. And I was like, I can't wait to check this out. And it has, it lived up to it. I think it was very funny. It's got a lot of crazy moments. The guy, even at one point in the show was like, He's like, this is the wildest like time of my life. He's like, if I didn't, he's like, this, it feels like I'm on a reality show. And oh, everyone yeah. around him is just kind of <laughs> like, oh yeah, maybe I could see that. Like, was it, is it one long case or is it like multiple? Like, it's just one case, one case. And it's like, it's something weird. It's like this guy worked at a factory where they make like clothing and he came in drunk, passed out in a pile of t-shirts and pissed on it all and ruined like $3,000 of inventory. That's the case. That's the case. And it's so, it's just so funny, man. Oh, it's a ton of this. So definitely check it out if you get a chance. Again, it's free. So if you have the app, you can download the app, free V, F-R-E-E-V-E-E. -E -E -E. Um, check it out. Very funny show. I think you guys will enjoy it. Um, and that's it. That's going to do it for us at Talking About Balls. I want to thank Greg for joining us. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. Thanks, Greg. And You're on welcome. On behalf of everybody at Talking About Balls, you think Eddie Money has to put up with this shit? Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time.